Hey, ladies and gentlemen, what the fuck's going on? This episode is brought to you by the Cash App. Um, you've heard me talk about it before on the podcast. It's an excellent app. It makes it very easy to send money to friends and family. Send and receive. And now you can buy Bitcoin with the Cash App instantly. You can download the Cash App for free in the App Store or Google Play. And if you've ever been curious about cryptocurrencies, this is your move. You can sign up. You can buy instantly within minutes, and you don't have to buy an entire Bitcoin. You can buy as little as a dollar. Most buys and sells happen in seconds. You keep your funds right in the app, or you cash out directly to your bank account at any time. It's very easy. And when you sign up for the Cash App, use the code word Joe Rogan, one word. $5 goes to you, and $5 goes to Justin Wren's Fight for the Forgotten Charity. And we are very, very pleased to announce that through the Cash App, we have already raised thousands of dollars to help build wells for the pygmies in the Congo. So download the Cash App for free in the App Store or Google Play. Use the code word Joe Rogan. You get 5 bucks. 5 bucks goes to an awesome cause. Dun, dun, dun. We're also brought to you by Zoom video conferencing to the utmost video conferencing done right. Video conferencing has changed a lot of the ways people do business. Fewer long distance trips, much more FaceTime at the click of a mouse. It's very easy to do. And now in 2018, the clear winner is Zoom. Zoom delivers flawless video, pin drop clear audio, and instant sharing across any device. Laptop, desktop, tablet, mobile. The HD video is amazing. And the first time you see the faces of 25 participants live on the screen, you're going to freak out. With Zoom, you can share anything. With anyone from any device, you can share a Word file, a spreadsheet, a presentation deck, a YouTube video, a photo from your phone. And Zoom has everything you wanted, video communication, with some amazing features you probably didn't even think of. But you'll wonder how you live without them once you get them. You can even set up a green screen behind you and make a backdrop of your client's logo or some exotic location around the world. The only limit is your imagination. Now, if you already use Zoom, you know what I'm talking about. And if you don't, find out. Visit zoom.us to set up your free account. Meet happy with Zoom video communications. Set up your free account today at Zoom, Z-O-O-M dot U-S. We are also brought to you by Rocket Mortgage from Quicken Loans. Doom, doom, doom. Is that it? That's it, right? And honey. Okay. We are also brought to you by Rocket Mortgage from Quicken Loans, a mortgage company that decided to ask why. Why can't the mortgage experience be better for everyone? And why can't technology help us move into the house of our dreams faster and easier? And why do mortgages require paperwork? Quicken Loans answered all these questions and more with Rocket Mortgage. Rocket Mortgage gives you the confidence that you need when it comes to buying a home or refinancing your existing loan. And Rocket Mortgage is simple. It allows you to fully understand all the details and be confident that you're getting the right mortgage for you. Whether you're looking to buy your first home or your 10th or refinancing your existing mortgage, with Rocket Mortgage, you get a transparent online process that gives you the confidence to make an informed decision. Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. Apply simply, understand fully, mortgage confidently. To get started, go to rocketmortgage.com forward slash Rogan, equal housing lender. 
licensed in all 50 states, nmlsconsumeraccess.org, number 3030. And last but not least, we are brought to you by Honey. When you shop online, ladies and gentlemen, join honey.com forward slash Rogan. When you shop online, you you suddenly turn into a tab hoarder. You load dozens and dozens of new tabs on your browser in search of a promo code, just one that works. Afraid to close any of them in fear of missing out on a deal? Well, before you crash your browser yet again, try Honey. Honey is the free browser add-on that over 9 million people are using every day to save money while they shop online. Now, the way it works, in two clicks, you add Honey to any browser for free, then shop like you normally do. Honey scans and tests millions of coupons in the background. At checkout, Honey automatically applies the best coupon. Time Magazine calls Honey basically free money. Over 9 million people use Honey every day, and together they've saved millions of dollars. It's an amazing resource, and uh, Jamie uses it all the time. Don't you, young Jamie? He's going to say yes, but his microphone's all fucked up. Uh, There's no reason to not add Honey to your browser today. It's free. It takes just two clicks to install, and it will save you a boatload of money. Get Honey for free at joinhoney.com forward slash Rogan. That's two words, joinhoney.com slash Rogan to start saving with Honey today. That's joinhoney.com slash Rogan. My guest today is uh, a very good friend of mine, a fucking hilarious stand-up comedian, a great guy, the host or co-host of Your Mom's House podcast with his lovely wife, Christina Pazitsky, the great and powerful Tom Segura. Joe Rogan Podcast, check it out. The Joe Rogan Experience. Train by day, Joe Rogan Podcast by night, all day. Yes! Live Tommy Buns. Let's do it. Dude, did you um did you go to the comedy store at all yesterday? Yesterday? No, I'm going tonight. Whew, it was heavy. Was it heavy yesterday? Heavy. Yeah, I, I imagine it would heavy. be. Heavy. The day um after Mitzi died, they closed the comedy store down on Wednesday, and yesterday was the first day it was open. It was heavy. I imagine that's the first time it's been closed in a long like they never close. I c I can't remember the last time it was closed. It was heavy. You could just feel it in the air? Oh yeah. Yeah, I felt it. Was everybody talking about it, everybody too? Everybody was bombing, too. Really? <laughs> Not on my show. It wasn't too bad, but yeah. in the OR, man, uh, it was thick. Oh, boy. It's in the air, yeah. you know? That's real sadness, man. Oh, yeah. Paulie, I've never seen Paulie cry. He was there? Yeah, Paulie was crying. In the On stage? No, he didn't go on stage. He's not going to go on stage for a while. I wouldn't have gone on stage if I wasn't getting ready for the special. I would have definitely taken the night off. Yeah. If I could have, you know, if I wasn't, or if people weren't already yeah. going to see it. It just felt, I didn't feel silly. You know what I mean? Right. Like, I like to feel silly. Absolutely. I like to feel loose. Loose, in a good mood, happy. Everybody felt vulnerable. Everybody felt, you know, I mean, out of all the people in the world, that are not comedians. She's the number one most important figure in all of comedy. Yeah. That, that wasn't a comedian. And then even when you say the ones that were comedians, damn, she's in the running for number one even with the the comedians. <laughs> I know. She shaped so many, you know, she built that whole, that place. And, and, and she, she, you know, they call her godmother, but it really was like that because she advised yeah. So many people, and and actually, here's the thing: a lot of people have advice for you, but 
It sucks. She, yeah. She was giving yeah. good advice to people. I mean, oh, look how many yeah. people hire, hold her in that regard. Yeah. You know, legendary people are like, she's it, man. Universally. Yeah. Yeah. There's no one going, Mitzi Shore ain't shit. No. Nobody yeah. says that. Unless she didn't pass you. Yeah. <laughs> like me. suck. <laughs> <laughs> I met her once and she was like, no, thanks. So, <laughs> <laughs> What year was this? 2006 or seven. Oh. Uh, yeah. I remember. Well, here's the thing. I When I met her, she was... um. She was already like it was at the end of when she would be at the store. She was yeah. she was not a hundred percent doing well. No, she was rough around yeah. then. When you would see her, she would be shaking. It would be very hard. Yeah, I just, you know, when someone's gone, you stop and think about those times when you were around them. You just like, I wish I took it in and realized more that, that she wasn't she wasn't going to be there one day. Yeah. You know? Did you guys have a good relationship? Yeah, we did. I mean, up until the seven years that I wasn't there, and even then it was never her fault. I called her the day that whole Mencia thing broke out. Mm-hmm. I, I called her up and told her everything. I told her the guy's been stealing material and the whole deal, and the, every comedian feels so uncomfortable working around him that they flash the light whenever he's in the room so that no one does their material, and you just start working the crowd. I go, it's a fucking war zone there. It's terrible. And her exact words were, well, just stay away from them. What time you want to go up tonight? That was it. Yeah. yeah. And I, I said, and whenever you want to put me up. She gave me a spot. And then the comedy store called me an hour, two hours later, whatever it was, and said I was banned. And I said, what? I go, what the fuck are you talking about? I just got off the phone with Mitzi. She gave me a 10 o'clock spot. They're like, well, Mitzi wasn't aware of everything that was happening. I go, the fuck she wasn't. I told her. I told her everything. I go, who's running the store now? Are you? Are you running the store? Get the fuck out of here. I'm not working for you. And like, you guys are going to ban me because I outed a joke thief? Like, this is, you guys sell art. You got a, th- a thief of art that's in your midst. Yeah. You, do, do you understand what a big deal that is? Someone is making millions of dollars off stealing other people's ideas. And you guys are just going to let it go because he sells tickets? Get the fuck out of here. But my quarrel was never with her. It was with the other guy. Did you guys speak after that happened? No, or no? I never spoke to her again. Wow. No. Wow. That's sad. Yeah. Well, by the time um, I came back, she was real rough. It was yeah. real rough. You know, she had other things to worry about. Of course. Yeah. I just had one, I had that one showcase. That was my only direct experience with her. When I met her in 1994, she gave me a lot of good advice. She did? Yeah, man. She she always gave me good spots, like hard fucking spots. Always like after Dice, after Martin Lawrence, after anybody who would crush, I'd go on after him. After Chris Rock, after this guy, after that guy. Anybody that would crush. If she, if she liked you, she would give you the, the death spots. <laughs> really? <laughs> yes. Well, but she realized that you have to... You got to eat shit, man. You got to yeah. develop. You can't just have – it's like there's an analogy with fighting. Like you can't just fight people that you can beat the shit out of. You have to fight people that are going to test you. Sure. Because otherwise you're going to develop a, like a unrealistic sense of your abilities and an unrealistic sense of other people's abilities. And you have to, you have to, you have to feel what it's like. I think as an up-and-coming comic, like you start thinking you're pretty good. And mm-hmm. then you have to see someone who's really good. And then you go, oh, my God, I'm terrible. Yeah. And then you go on after them. And that feeling of just total ineptitude where you just feel so shitty and clunky and awful, you have to feel that. to just it, it's, That's the number one motive. Like bombing is one of the best things that can happen to a comedian. That feeling of following someone great is basically <laughs> – 
it almost feels like shame. You it know? is shame. It is shame. It's it like, is shame. It's like someone goes, hey, do you want to feel humiliated for yeah. a second? Like, it's fucking shame, yeah. man. Yeah. I see yeah. it all the time, too. I watched it the other day at the improv. I watched somebody bomb. They, they went on after somebody crushed, and they just were just choking like right yeah. away. And you just go, oof, you got to reexamine. Yeah. But it's a gift. It really is. It helps you. It it, those helps moments you. are gifts. Those moments of failure are gifts. They just feel like shit at the time. But you got to realize that that, like every like leap that I've made in my act or in my, you know, my, my career as a comedian has come from a humiliation. Mm-hmm. Like you hit that humiliation and they go, fuck. Yeah. And you come back strong. And that, that's with everything else too. Totally. Because as long as you actually think about it and mm-hmm. try to address it. Yeah. You know, because it is a, it's devastating. Mm-hmm. It's, it's only not helpful if you go, well, I'm just not going to even put any thought into that experience <laughs> at all. Some you know? guys do do that. Of course they, they do. Block it out. Block it out. Block everything out. And yeah. they never go anywhere. They, and they're, they're still doing the same 15. Yep. Or, yeah. Yeah. It's a defense mechanism. You get, just get scared and you can sort of just autopilot your way through some half-assed bullshit. Now, meanwhile, you're about to go do – you have a week, man. One week from today, son. Bam. Woo! I'm ready. Yeah, I'm excited you, that I'm doing it ready. in a cycle around when you're doing it. You know, like you just did yours. Yeah. And then, you know, there's a couple other guys. Joey's getting ready to do one. Everybody's kind of getting ready. Is Joey lined up for one? Joey's got something cooking. We're trying to figure out what's happening. Either he's going to do something with Netflix or I'm going to direct it. And then if if Netflix doesn't do anything with them, I'm just going to finance something. And That's great. I'm going to just – we're going to take over the Ice House for three days. That's awesome. Just fucking go bananas. Just let him go. He's on fire right now. Yeah. He lost a ton of weight. Do you Good. see him? No, I haven't seen him. In- oh, I saw him like, I don't know, a month ago or so. Last night, I was like, holy shit, dude. He's like, I'm down 30 pounds. Going I'm like, to holy shit. Too. You could tell. He's, it's Weight Watchers, Taking too. Taking my vitamins, counting points. Yeah, those eggs. Zero points for eggs, son. Zero points. He only eats the yolk. <laughs> That's all he eats? He cuts. So you see him cut the egg white out. You're like, oh, yeah, egg white. He's like, throws it off the plate. He's like, yolks. I'm like, wait, everybody eats the egg white. He's like, That's for pussies. <laughs> he eats the yolks. They don't do that anymore, you know. Yeah. That egg white thing is bullshit. They realize that, was that most thing, right? of the protein and, well, the whole idea was about it's just, it's hard to shake off old ideas when it comes to nutrition. And the old idea was that. Dietary cholesterol is bad for you, but it's not. Right. Dietary cholesterol is actually good for you. It sounds crazy to hear. And also, by the way, I mean, I know this sounds like a real simpleton thing to say, but how do they get this shit wrong for so long? You it's know, good, It's a good question. It's like all we hear for years and years is this is – this. doctors are telling you to do this and then – it feels like one day they're like, oh, we got all that shit wrong. It's, well, you, you need someone like, like Chris Crusher or Dr. Rhonda Patrick or like Rob Wolf, like real nutrition experts yeah. that really understand the way nutrients, like the way the, your body absorbs them and what's, what's necessary and what's not necessary. What they're finding out is that, first of all, there was, you know about the whole thing where the sugar industry paid off scientists to say that saturated fat was the cause of heart disease. No. You didn't know about that. Oh, my God. It was in the mm. New York Times. It's crazy. In the 1950s, sugar industry paid off scientists to take the blame away from sugar and yeah. put it on saturated fat. I know the sugar lobby is insanity and that that's the only thing we haven't seen on the 
percentages of, of daily value is the percentage of that sugar you're supposed to have. Yeah. So in other words, when you see, <laughs> you see like, you know, percentage much of protein. Gram, yeah. And, yeah. Then, and then what percentage of, and then sugar, it'll be like 52 grams percentage, non-existent. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Um, they fucked everybody up because they got everybody thinking that it was saturated fat that was a problem when it's really uh, refined carbohydrates, bread, pasta, your body converts that into sugar and then sugar itself. So there was that. There was, you know, that. And then there's also, there's a reality of refined carbohydrates mixed with saturated fat. It's not a good combination. When you mix right. the two of them together, it is not good for you. Right. Especially for some people, you know, different people's body bodies absorb it differently. But yeah. when you're on a high fat, low carb diet, it's very important that you, that's how you do it. You, you can't cut you, that out. Yeah. You don't yeah. want to go high fat and refined carbohydrates and sugars as well it's not good for you and that that is there's like a there's a mechanism to it that dr ronda patrick explained but essentially it, it it's just terrible for you yeah you if know? i have i have high fat and if i go one week just not even go crazy but just like yeah i'll have bread with this and like that like in three days i'll weigh eight pounds more <laughs> it's crazy isn't yeah. it and I just go, oh, I can't do that. It's crazy how the yeah. weight just piles on you. Yeah. Yeah, it's bananas. Speaking of weight, Burt's special is also coming out. Speaking of weight. Yeah, it's coming out, I think. What is uh, it, why does it have to do with weight? I was just, Are you saying Burt's fat? I was just I was just associating words. And Dude. The, uh, but I think it's going to be- Is there a hashtag? Hashtag Burt is enormous, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's great. I love that he's also shirtless in this one. <laughs> he took his shirt off in his special? <laughs> so you'll have two specials out. <laughs> well, at least you'd be able to- see the background being different <laughs> it's true he's so crazy um but yeah that one's coming out <clears throat> netflix this summer i think does yeah. he just always take his shirt off now i don't know i think on i think when it's a big like uh if he's it's doing his show. weekend it's a big show it's, so yes take his shirt off. what is that i think if he's doing spots <clears throat> he doesn't necessarily do it what is this jamie somebody just put up oh. Instagram. a pool what is wrong with your microphone you gotta fix that son he uh oh oh my goodness <clears throat> He's swimming. Yeah. Okay. We're watching him swim. Why are you showing us this, Jamie? Just to... fuck is wrong with you? Jamie just follows everything Bert does. He does? Yeah, he's a disciple. He's a machinist. He's a... Oh, that's, that's a... That's what they call them. That... Fix your oh. mic, bro. You're, oh. a, you're an audio engineer. Fix your mic. This <laughs> 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 shit was fucked up yesterday, too. You might need a new mic. <laughs> I got some backup mics. I can drive over. Yeah, I mean... Your mom's house right down the street. Right down the street. How about now? Try it. No. Nothing. Don't hear a goddamn thing. Nothing. There it oh. goes. Hey, hey, hey. There. Hey, there it's you are. still a little crackly, no? Yeah, I think it's this actually a fader. Yeah, it is. Oh, Jesus. Something's wrong with that. Oh, oh Jesus. Oh, shit. Jesus. Causing problems. Mm -mm. So we were talking before the show about you uh, doing a whole new hour now. Like, yeah. How long did it take you to concoct a whole new hour? Well, I mean, I'm, it's definitely still building, you know? Right. It's very, It's new. It's new. And I, and I know I'm like... I know it's 15 away from being something where I'm like, oh, this is a solid, you know, 70-minute show, which is what, how I'd right. like to do a, a yeah. theater. So it, it's going to be months still, but it's – I did an hour at the Tabernacle last week of, of – uh, it's all new, and I, I did 10 that I didn't – that I did before that I didn't put in my special. So uh, I was like, that's mine to manipulate. Nice. Um, I mean, it was – I've been working on it for – I guess I – since December, you know, like around then, December, January. Yeah, so four months, five months. Um, it was a blast. That was one of the most – it was so much fun because I had so much anxiety going into it. Oh, yeah. Because it was the first big show of new – I've been doing some club weekends, 
And, you know, clubs are just different. They're yeah. just different. And you can get away with more. You can get away with more, and, and you're more exposed in a big room. Oh, so, yeah. So I was like, I mean, the night before, I was like, like what if none of this works? Like that, that kind of <laughs> feeling. Where I was like, what am I doing? <laughs> and, uh, you know, I woke up early that morning, and I was just like, no, nah, it'll be all right. No, nah, yeah, it'll be fine. No, nah, it's going to be fucking terrible. Like I was, going, <laughs> I was going back and forth like that on that show. But it ended up being just utter chaos. I mean, they were just, they were all about it. So it was really fun. I mean, I, I just, it was, it was so much more fun because I had that feeling of uncertainty. Right, going right, right. Yeah, yeah, of course. So that's one of the cool things about doing a special is that like you, ex- you get so introspective, you examine every bit mm-hmm. with a microscope, you go over it with a fine tooth comb for like weeks before you shoot. Yeah. You start second guessing everything. Oh, and then that week of, and that, and the, <clears throat> you know, on the last one I did in Denver, I did a show Wednesday in Brea, Thursday I did Oakland, and then Friday I came into Denver, I did a midnight show at the works downtown. Whoa. And then I, and every show is different, and you're like, this is terrible. And then, <laughs> and, and then, you know, and and then, then it's the next day. And like, it's the next no. day. Yeah. But then, you know, then you, feel, and then, then you have those two tapings. And I think every, this, I did my, that was my third, uh, I think, hour one. And, you know, I think almost all three, the first taping is over and you're like, that's good. That's fine. Like, yeah. We could use it. And then every time the second one is just loose. Yeah. Yeah. It's once you get it in the can. Yeah. That's why I decided to do four. That's smart. Yeah, because I feel like you do four, and then one of them is going to be like a real show. True. Yeah. <laughs> and the fun, what I found out, what I found out though, is if I have four, the first one turns out to be a real show, because you're not as you're not as under as much pressure. Right. You know, you feel oh, right. You feel, you feel different. Looser, yeah. Yeah. Because if you have two, you have two barrels. Like you know, you get the one done, and then you have you feel like oh, I got it. Now I could be loose for the second one. But if you have four, you feel like eh, let's see what happens with this one. Yeah. And you could. At least that's how San Francisco was <clears throat> when I did um, uh, the Fillmore. That's for, a good spot, the last right? One. Yeah, it's a great spot. But it's a high ceiling. I'm, I'm really excited about the Wilbur. Wilbur's kind of a high ceiling, too, but the Wilbur. I like the Wilbur. Each place has a low ceiling. There's three stacks of people. And then, like, you have a high ceiling, and there's a high ceiling amongst the uh, above the front people in the very front row. But it's basically like three, 300 seat comedy club yeah. stacked on top of each other that's what it's like such a great room <laughs> fucking amazing i think um, i'm i'm looking i mean you know my my next one will be a while from now but i've already started talking about with my guy about how i you know even though on the tour i'll, I'll do some big rooms i go i think i want to go to like a 1200 seater to, to actually shoot it yeah I, I think those those are in my experience <laughs> as of recent that thousand to fifteen hundred seat venue is the most fun show. Yeah, it's like where it's big enough where there's crazy energy, but it's small enough you still kind of connect with the audience. Well, sometimes those big shows though are crazy fun too. Like yeah. I did six thousand seats in in um, Dallas. Fuck. Yeah, me and Tony and Ian were pulling up, and this is big fucking traffic jam. We're like, God damn, where are all these people going? And then we realized, holy shit, they're going to the show. <laughs> Coming to see me. That's <laughs> crazy. It was, it was very bizarre. Yeah. But that place was hyped up. That was a lot of fun. I did the Sony Theater last year, and that was a 3,000-seater. Which one's In that? Toronto. Oh, yeah. I've and, done that. Uh, That's great, that too. That was a great, great, like, for, like, a p- pretty big-sized, great energy. You know? Did you ever do Massey Hall? No. I never oh. did Massey Hall. Mm-mm. Some of these places you get to work at, it's like... 
they're like museums. Yeah. Well, that tabernacle is. Yeah. I mean, that we were talking about, I go, can you imagine if the Baptist ministers that used to give sermons <laughs> heard what I was saying on their stage tonight, like how upset they would be? I mean, they, those guys, that's, that's what that was. It's, yeah. a, it's a Baptist church. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't have an organ behind it or something. They still have the pipes. They're yeah. still there. Yeah. It's wow. over a hundred year old church. It's a fucking amazing venue. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, we're we're super lucky. We get to work these places. I did the King's Theater in Brooklyn last weekend. How was that? Oh, amazing. That's old, right? Old as fuck. From the 1900s, early 1900s, and then it closed down from like 77 to 2005. And then in 2005, they started renovating it. It's a long time to close. Long time. It was just sitting there. And then they, they took forever to renovate it. And then they reopened it in 2015. 2010 they restarted it somewhere. Oh, my God. <clears throat> Dude, I'm telling you, you walk around the place, and it's just lavishly appointed. How many appointed. seats is that? 3,000. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's gorgeous, man. That's in Brooklyn. And it's in Brooklyn, Brooklyn. Like, Brooklyn. Whoa. Gorgeous. Stunning. Like, the inside of it is amazing. <clears throat> Not totally designed for comedy. Yeah. You know. What's normally there? What kind of, like... I don't know. Bands, probably. Really? I'm sure some comedy. I think, uh, I think Chris Rock did it. I think some people do comedy there, but it's, you know, I think they've only been doing shows there since 2015. Is that what it says? Hmm. <clears throat> yeah. This is their calendar? Yeah. Yeah. Whoa. There's Let's Jamie's see. boys. How do you say their names? Jesus, Jesus, yeah, your fucking thing's broken. It's this fader. It sounds better. Now. I did their show. It's <laughs> on there. I did their show uh, a couple weeks ago. I was Jesus it? Amazing. Yeah, those guys are hilarious. Really? Yeah, they're so much fun. They are a really good time, and they have they have such good rapport, like chemistry together. They're a blast. Yeah, they're a blast. Yeah, nice. They, and that show is, it's a fun <laughs> show. They do like you know. They just do commentary on a bunch of bullshit, whatever, current events, weird shit happening, and then they just bring a guest on, and they're very loose, very funny guys, man. Mm. That's good to hear. Yeah. <clears throat> we need more good people. Yeah. If you, go to, if you go to BK next time, you should definitely yeah? do it. Is that yeah. where they do it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, Vice Office is there in Brooklyn. Yeah, I've, I've, I haven't had much time to do anything, man. Yeah, well, you're scrambling. Kind of a little busy. But scrambling. Yeah. No, it's good. It's good, man. Speaking of current events, is the president going to jail? We're trying to figure this out. Is he going to jail? It seems like, seems like some serious shit is going down. Mm. It sure feels like it. It's and you know what it feels like? It's really interesting. It's like a, it's like you're watching a show. Like it's it a really entertaining up. show. Yeah. I mean, I don't mind that House of Cards is in production because this is a good show we're watching right now. Yeah, I mean, it's ramping up. Whatever whatever is going on, it's like they're building towards an event and it seems like they have been planning this. Like they're systematically attacking different parts of his administration, getting people to fold, getting people to turn state's evidence, yeah. getting people to, you know, to plead guilty and they're slowly chipping away. It feels like there's no way that the end result could be like, and that's it. We're done. This is no. as far as we got. It feels like there's definitely a shoe's going to drop, right? I mean, the crazy thing is they're going to get him for campaign financing because of his attorney paying off Stormy Daniels. I think the the thing that I read, and I could be getting this wrong, <laughs> is that it's that payoff within a certain number of days of the election, right? That mm. starts to break a finance law. I guess. Because they said that that payment was within 
a certain number of days of the election. So what it means is that it's affecting the, the election. Potentially is, is what, yeah, what the accusation could be. Isn't that interesting? It's like you're paying someone to affect opinion. Mm-hmm. And so that's like it's a campaign finance violation. Yeah. It's also amazing that, I don't know, I mean, I guess at the time somebody comes to you with that check and you're like, sure. But in retrospect, think of how much leverage she would have had. Yeah. If you go back then and, and and she gets to say, you want me to keep this thing silent? No problem. But you need to up that check. Well, how about Bill O'Reilly? Bill yeah. O'Reilly paid one lady $32 million. That's <gasps> fucking nuts. What did he do? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, that's, not a, that's not squeezing an ass cheek, right? What did he do? What did he do? First of all, how much money does he have? Yeah. With $32 million, he's like, just pay it. Just pay just it. Pay it off. Just write it off. Yeah. As, what is that, a year salary? They have a lot of fucking uh, settlements. Ooh, yeah, Those baby. Roger Ailes and, and- Have him. you seen the bit I'm doing on Fox News? No. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of my favorite bits. Really? Oh, I love doing This will be in the new one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm, I, I look forward to seeing it. They're so, it's such a fascinating little place over there. Yeah. And right now, they're what they're doing, for the most part, not every show, but most of the show, other than- Tucker Carlson, I think, is one of the few guys over there that is – he seems he seems the most reasonable. Really? Yes. You think he's more reasonable than, like, Shepard Smith? Well, I never watched that guy. Well, that guy is, like I'm saying, has a – he's there, but he seems to have, like, a little more, ba- like, unbiased balance. Do you too. think if you were doing an ecstasy with Shepard Smith, he'd try to kiss you? I hope so. I think you would. I've been losing weight. <laughs> Yeah, but the, re- nice the rest skin. of it. My point is, the rest of this show mm-hmm. seems like state-run propaganda. Here's and here's the thing. He it's it's also when it's not a secret. It's kind of fascinating, right? That it's yeah. not a secret that he has real relationships with multiple on-air talent. Like yes. the president is like, I'm friends with Janine Pirro. I'm really good friends with Sean Hannity. Mm-hmm. I'm really good. I watch. Yeah, every day. I watch a morning show called Fox and Friends, and as they report things, I tweet out like policy change based on this morning show, and it's not secret. Like no. it's just if you see the segment, and then he's like, like like this aired at six thirty a.m. six thirty two. He's like, we're gonna have to do something about this shit, and they're like, <laughs> they just did a segment on it, and then that also throws his aides and his staff uh, curveballs because they'll be. Not expecting that he's going to bring this up, right. but he sees it on TV, and they're and then they have to go like, yeah, of course we're going to do that they because have to keep him from the TV. Yeah, it's fucking nuts. He watches a lot of cable TV. They say he watches eight hours a day. He doesn't like to go to the office early. That's one of my other favorite ones. Like they're they had like John Kelly has been like, you've got to get here earlier. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. What time Come does he on. show up? I said, I said that for a while he was showing up at 11. And, <laughs> and that they were trying to get him to come at 9. And then I think they settled on 10 oh. or something. Yeah. He's just like, oh. I want to get there at fucking 9. That's ridiculous. Yeah. It's so interesting. It, I really think if like he doesn't show. get us into a war, having him as the president will be very beneficial. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think that we're going to realize how fucking crazy it is to give one person so much power yeah. based on a popularity contest. It, it does kind of highlight the absurdity of not just of, of him, of the presidency, right? Completely absurd. Yeah. We would never do it that way today. 
if we had no government at all, if we lived in some sort of bizarro universe where a government had never been established, we decided enough is enough. We can't live with anarchy anymore. We need to have some sort of a system of rules, checks and balances, and put it. We'd never say, "All right, let's have a popularity contest. See one dude, and let's let them get financed yeah. by giant." Groups of people. No, that shit's all. It's ridiculous. It's so, man. It's so fucked. I know. This and is, then it seems like everybody, you know, agrees yeah. that that's fucked, but it never changes. Yeah, like, no, I mean, I've been changes. hearing for a decade plus about campaign finance reform and stuff, and then it's still, you know, powerful super PACs. Yeah, you know, collect them. We'll just find a loophole and then we'll get money mm-hmm. that way. I mean, nothing changes. Well, the just the amount of money and influence, it's all tied in together to try to completely shake that off. You'd have to get people to be 100% ethical. They would have to say, you know what? This is just not the way to run the government. It's not right for the people. Yeah. But they're not going to do that. There's just not. too much influence. It just shows you how sneaky and snaky the whole thing is. But it's also really interesting, too, because we're going to be forced with this guy because of all this fucking chaos. We're going to be forced to, like, reexamine how we do things. Oh, yeah. Maybe it'll be a little change for the next president. With the real worry. I'm sorry. The real worry would be that he would get through eight years and then one of his sons would take over. (laughs) I guess it's it's not out of the realm of possibilities. Oh, not even a little. I have this theory that I think he actually, in a way, will really relish and enjoy... Um, the uh, midterms in November going Democrat because that totally feeds into his like just They're attacking after me. Yeah, yeah. At, and like being able to be like of course nothing gets done because these fucking cunts are, <laughs> are in office now and I think that he would really actually almost enjoy because he loves combative things you know like a, right. like a combative relationship I think he's actually going to if, if it goes that way I think he will like really enjoy it <laughs> I think so, but I also think that he likes winning, though. Don't he does think? like winning. Of course he likes winning. And it's, 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 uh, it's like compulsive. You can tell that when they'll, you know, they'll ask Oprah, are you going to run? She's like, no. He's like, I hope she runs. Kick her fucking ass. <laughs> he can't help himself. You know, he, he has that kind of competitive side to him. Yeah. No, he definitely does. Well, they say they don't want him to testify because they know they're going to catch him lying. Mm-hmm. They're like, you can't do it. Yeah, he's like, yeah. I can do it. Don't worry. I'm not going to lie. All his lawyers have said, like, 100% don't do that. He's like, oh, I'll think about it. <laughs> Which means that, like, he, you know, because he, he says that a lot mm. with, uh, you can tell when they have, like, those off-the-cuff, yeah. um, you know, press, when he lets the press in, they'll ask him something. He'll be like, we'll see what happens. Which is totally like, I might do it, I might not. But you know that everybody on his side is like, please don't <laughs> say anything. <laughs> At this point, they might not even be. They might be like, go ahead. Yeah. You want to? Yeah. Go ahead, tough guy. Yeah. Go talk. Go talk. Who knows, man? <laughs> I'll get another job. How Fuck amazing it. would it be to watch that deposition or, or in, in that, you know, uh, interview? Do you remember when Bill Clinton was grilled about Monica Lewinsky? And the word is? Yeah. Yeah. That was amazing. And just the, the term sexual relations. Not yeah. as what I understand it, the way I understand the word. That's yeah. not it. Yeah. No, I mean... That was fascinating. He's so shameless. <laughs> well, not just that. It's just, it seems so strange. Yeah. Back then in the 1990s to be able to watch the president in video get grilled. And clearly they wanted to release this video to humiliate him. Of course. You know, but it was just bizarre. It's like, I've never, we've never seen anything like this. You've never seen a sitting president like getting grilled by people and especially about sex and the shift mode like uh you know we knew him as this 
obviously you'd see him on the campaign trail or meeting people. He's like this super charming, right? Like personable guy. Yeah. Really good at being basically a celebrity, you know, really yeah. good at that. And he's, you know, knows how to be a politician. But in that deposition, I mean, he switched on to lawyer mode. Yeah. And, and like, I'm not here to charm you, motherfucker, because, man, <coughs> when he would spin on is, what does is mean? Is yeah. it like, uh, I remember just, I mean, I'm a kid. I think I was in high school watching that and being like, how does anyone struggle with is? <laughs> like, is this, you know, I didn't know he was like playing a game with them too, you know? Oh, yeah. Well, they were playing lawyer games. Yeah. Total yeah. lawyer games. Yeah. Trump can't do that. He's not smart enough to do that. No. Or he's not a lawyer. No. So he's no. not – I wouldn't say he's not – I don't think that Trump is not smart. I think he's smart. I've, I've, especially when you listen to interviews of him from the past. Like he's – like there's some interviews of him in the past, very articulate. Yeah. And obviously been very successful in business. But I don't think he's an, interested in expanding – his horizons mentally. I don't think he's interested in reading. No. I don't think he I also explores. think that he really 100% does, did run his business off of instinct yeah. and, and like gut. And relationships and yeah. loyalty and, and all then, the stuff that he's promoting. When they say like, you can't do that here, he's like, sure I can. Yeah. You know? Why can't I? I'm the yeah. president. Fuck off. That's yeah. what the people wanted. Do you want to read uh, this briefing? No. I don't like to read briefings. <laughs> I don't like to read. Yeah. He doesn't like to read. They say they put the word Trump in his briefings a bunch of times just so that he reads it. Oh Screwed ahead. What? This is about me? Hmm. What's, what else about me? I'm yeah. amazing. Look, look, I'm amazing. So it's yeah. right there. It's in print. I don't know, man. It, is, it does feel like it's going to get... This star report? This is what yeah. bled to... Uh, Ken Trump Star. Yeah. yeah. Right. This would be like Mueller's report that would be coming out maybe later this year or something like that. Is that the equivalent? I don't know. Uh, yeah, I guess if they get if they get to a re- yeah, sure, special something. counsel report. Yeah, sure. The Mueller thing is so strange because technically, can he fire Mueller? Well, that's there was a a big article about whether or not. So the White House said that they believe that he does have the power to do that, <laughs> and you don't know if that's. I mean, you would think that that means. That they're send. He just wants to put that signal out. They're like, I can do this, but there was other legal minds that said that he couldn't do it. That he would have to get uh, because Sessions has recused himself from this. Uh, the the deputy attorney general Rod Rosenstein is it, and yeah. that he would have to get him to do it. And then they they said that you know that he would would not do that. Unless, I mean, Rosenstein said he wouldn't do it unless uh, Mueller had done, mis- you know, misconduct. Right. So, and, and that if the president tried to get him to do that, he would resign, in which case they would have to get another person either appointed to do it or whoever's below him to do it. So it's a, it's a really, it's a good episode. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. Yeah. I can't remember a time where I felt like there was nobody at the wheel more than I do now. Yeah. It does feel like chaos. Yeah, know? like it's there's all people that are in positions. You know, there's the Secretary of State, there's the Chief of Staff, there's yeah. all these there's all these different people yeah. that are in positions. But it feels like a, a like make believe. And you know what happens? Because this happens everywhere. We get lost in our experience of it because we live here. Yeah, it, I'm really fascinated by how it looks outside of of here. Oh, yeah. And, like, it, it must really seem like an even crazier show. <clears throat> oh, it's got to. 
And then Mike Pence is holding Bible study classes for the first time in 100 years in the White House. What? Yeah. Really? And women aren't allowed to read. What? Yes. No. Women, no women read the Bible there. This is for real? Yeah. No, women, the women are not teaching. There's no women teaching these Bible study classes. I know classes. he doesn't like dinner. men. He doesn't like dinner without mama there. No. No women next to him at dinner. Mike Pence must be an animal. Just trying to keep it together. He's just backed up. Those just, balls just, are just giant hog. And yeah. Just got to keep him away. No dinner with women. No women. Mike Pence sponsors White House Bible study led by anti-LGBTQ, anti-women extremist. This is real? <laughs> ah! <sighs> this is what we got to be careful for, folks. We got to be careful of this. This guy could be president, and that ain't no better. Yeah. This, is, this guy is fucking radical, radical fundamentalist Christianity. Yeah. Oh, boy. Ooh, let me see that a little bit bigger. What does it say? Bible study group led by Ralph Drollinger, an extremist who says LGBTQ people are illegitimate. Secretary of State nominee Mike Pompeo, Attorney General Jeff Sessions, and Education Secretary Betsy DeVos attended the weekly sessions in Washington. While Drollinger claims he doesn't tell members he's advised in the past how to vote, he notes that he would... In quotes, put the blueprint on the engineer's seat on the train. What? I don't know what's going on. <clears throat> people look to their faith as a source of guidance and inspiration, and LGBTQ people and our family and friends are no different. Drollinger's brand of faith, however, seeks to drive a wedge between the LG oh, that, that LGBTQ thing. First of all, how did trans people get locked in with queer people? Or gay people. Isn't that a different thing? It is. I think they're just all marginalized groups. Marginalized yeah. groups. Yeah. But they form, do you know there's A2 and Wait, A well, plus? Do you know oh, that? Oh, no. Yes. Now it's A and A plus. This is like a, this is an abbreviated list. Wait, if you but, really want to be completely non-inclusive, you have to include asexual people as well. They feel marginalized because they're not trans, they're not gay, they're not straight, they're just not sex. Wait, why Q, Q for queer? Queer! But why is that exactly. different than gay and lesbian? Because it's just, I'm odd. I'm just oh, weird. I'm a weird really? guy. I'm queer. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. I don't know what is queer. I don't know. I thought that meant, <clears throat> right? Didn't that indicate? People right now are screaming at us. I know. They're screaming. Cisgendered assholes. I know. Cisgendered white. White privileged male. assholes. Pretty wealthy, too. Um, <clears throat> I don't know what Q, why that is different. Why? What is queer? What is the definition? What is, it's just Google. Because queer used to be just gay. mean gay. Right. So, so Google what is the Q in LGBTQ, and then let's get into A and A+. Plus. Um, this is asexual and this is A+. Plus. By the way, a huge thanks. I got a huge gift goodie bag. Can I say thanks to the Roots of Fight guy? Oh, those are great. Yeah. I got one on right now. That's crazy. T-shirt. Julio Cesar Chavez shirt. We didn't even plan this. We did not plan this. Crazy, man. I came home to a bunch of free shit. <laughs> <And> <laughs> I like that. It was like the that. best. Okay. LGBTG. L or GLBT. Hmm. What is initialism? Initialism. I never said that word before. That stands oh. for lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender. To recognize this inclusion, a popular variant adds the Q for those who identify as queer or are questioning their sexual identity. That makes feel like I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Yeah. I'm not sure. It's okay. Andy Dick. <laughs> yeah. I might be gay. I might be. I might be. I'm All not right. sure. At least that's an answer. It's fence sitters. Yeah. I'm here, I'm there. They should have F, too, for fence-sitting. My gender's... Uh, Whatever. Yeah. What is it? Movement, uh, fluid gender. Fluid. That's my favorite. Fluid You're a girl gender. one day, a boy the next day. 
I had somebody email me to, they said at work, they said, um, you know, you can pick your gender for emails, for company emails. So <laughs> he, like this person picked a, a gender and he's like, I think I'm going to do this. And I said, well, what if your gender is changing? I think you should send them an email every day. <laughs> so it'd be like today. Address today me I'm as a man. This. Yeah. And yeah. He's like, I'm going to try it, see what happens. What do so, they? They can't say shit. I guess they can't. No, they can't say shit. All you have to do is just keep a straight face. Yeah. Today I identify as a woman. You you literally can do whatever you want. Definitely. Yeah. Which I mean, and then people argue that you should have the right to do that to change whenever you want. <sighs> I guess. I mean, it's not convenient for everyone, <laughs> but I guess you can. Yeah, I guess you can. It's not the worst thing in the world. No. But when. When do we call nonsense? Hmm. Yeah, I guess there would be a limit because if you switched it on the hour, people would be like, get the fuck out of here with yeah. that. Yeah. Well, what if you decide that you like identify with things that aren't even real? Like? Elves. There's elfkin. It's a good point. I think I would. If you just decide that I'm an elf. But again, if somebody came in your office, especially if they were a valuable employee. Right. And they were like, I'm an elf. Mm-hmm. And they had a straight face. Right. And and you're like, you're a high producer here mm. at the company. Okay. But if someone comes in your office and they're a woman mm-hmm. and they say, today I'm a man. Yeah. Today? Yes. Yeah. And I reserve the right to be a woman back again tomorrow. Okay. Yeah. Do you have a penis? No. No. Just a man. Man today. Mm. <sighs> okay. They're, yeah. le- they're letting you decide whether or not you're going to accept nonsense. That's true. I mean, here's the thing. It's <laughs> it's spreading, though. It is growing. Oh, yeah. And well, it's really a matter of how many people that don't do that accept that this is a new right. reality. Well, and then there's also the thing that we all know is that some people have an extreme desire to be special without doing any work whatsoever. Yeah. They don't want to have to work to be special. They just want, they to, be just want to be special. Yeah. So if they can just say. There's a lot of them on Instagram. Yes. A lot of them on Instagram. Yeah. If they could just say they're a part of some marginalized group, then instantaneously they get more respect. And this is not taken away from the people that I think are legitimately trans. I think there's definitely people that are legitimately trans. Of course. I think those people that are legitimately trans should be upset at these gender-fluid fucking weirdos bouncing back and forth all day. There's a radio lab about that where the guy decides during the conversation that he's a man and then he's a woman. I switched over. Now I'm Paul. Now mm-hmm. I'm Betty. I just changed. How do I just we changed. not address that as 100% either you're fucking with me or you're mentally ill, right? <laughs> yes. I mean, you're- well, you can't say mentally ill when it comes to gender. That's the one area where mentally ill, like if it's violence, yeah. okay, if it's impulsive things like gambling or something along those lines, all that stuff, you could say you're mentally ill. Yeah. You cannot say you're mentally ill when it comes to gender. Why? Because we're scared. We're scared of being called out. But if somebody's like, I'm talking to you right now, and they switch, and then they switch gender again, and then they switch a third, and they switch a fourth time in an hour conversation, we're supposed to just be like, that's yeah. exactly, okay. dude. That fucking dude uh, that we've been sending each other back and forth, homeboys uh, Instagram. Oh, what is his name? Kyle. Kyle Dunnigan. Holy shit, is he funny? He's so funny. He's th- there's a guy named Kyle Dunnigan. He's on Instagram, and he's doing that face swap thing. Oh my with, god. With he takes. 
Caitlyn Jenner's face and Kim Kardashian's face and all of the family. He, and he does, does all, all their the voices. <laughs> he does all their voices. It's so and good. And puts them on like fake FaceTimes. Oh. Uh, and he does. He'll do Trump talking to Sessions. Yes. Do, uh, he does, uh, he's really good, man. He's, yeah. He's a really funny comic. You know? sh- I've never seen his stand up, but uh, his Instagram really is my guy. favorite Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. Play some of this. Play this. So funny. <laughs> hey, girls, I'm close. To what? To what? <laughs> Close to my first female orgasm ever. Wow. This isn't quite working. Uh, I need some chips on how to finish. I've been at this for two hours. Oh, that's doing something, baby. Yeah. Need to get some. Need to get some suction on this situation. What yeah. is happening? Here? <laughs> Shut up, checkers! You're distracting me. Just let it happen, Dad. Oh, oh that's a good tip, Dad. Oh, I'm feeling a tickle on what used to be my pickle, baby. Yeah, let's bring this up a notch. We need yeah. therapy. Oh, that's a good tip. It's got a lawn trimmer. I just squirt on checkers. <laughs> He's got his whole fucking Instagram is filled with those, man. Yeah, they're hilarious. And it's right now it's kind of a secret. Like not a lot of people know no, about no. it. No, no. Like it's only he has got 44,000 people. Well, Dude, you just no. change that. It is me. one of the best Instagram pages. Yeah. Out. I've reposted his videos. They're oh so my God. great. What is this one? Hey, Joe, you got a problem? Let's go, bro. Come on, bro. Let's go, bro. Yeah, I'll knock you out by the style. Oops, so scared. I'll kick style. your ass. Yeah, I'll kick you in the nuts. <laughs> oh, really? Well, I'll take my balls. Okay, move to the left. You make a tape, bro. Make a tape, bro. Make yeah. a tape. Yeah, well, well, then I'm gonna kiss you on the mouth. Uh, yeah, I'll kiss you on the mouth. Yeah, yeah, do yeah. It. shove my tongue down your throat. Yeah, yeah that feels yeah. good. Yeah, yeah, it would feel good. Yeah, it's still yeah. but okay. <laughs> Hey, Joe. <laughs> I mean, how much time does this dude have? This is a guy with no kids. Definitely, <laughs> man. He's got time to sit around. If I made one of these, my wife would be like, the fuck What's are you doing? You? <laughs> oh, this one. Oh, okay. You still want the glasses? This one yeah. is just a silly one. Okay, good. Dude, I love this one. Watch this one. <laughs> so sorry. Mom, guess, mom, guess what? This is real mom. What? Chicken butt. Huh? Chicken butt. That's what you're supposed to guess. Mom, guess what? She's on the phone right here. Mom, mom, guess what? (laughs) Mom, guess what? Mom, what? Chicken butt. (laughs) Mom, mom, guess what? I'm in the bathroom. Guess what? I'm in the bathroom. Chicken butt. (laughs) Mom, guess what? Ma'am, guess what? Ma'am, ma'am, guess what, ma'am? Ma'am, guess what? Chicken butt! Yay! Chicken butt! He's turning the light on the floor. She's in the She. He's like 40 something. Oh, my brain hurts. He's a funny dude, man. Is he a New York guy? Is he an L.A. guy? I think he lives in L.A. Oh, my God. Yeah. He's funny, yeah. man. Yeah. See me live at Largo in L.A. May 14th. Go see him, man. Oh, God. Holy shit. And just go to his Instagram. You spend your whole day. Yeah. Because his Instagram is one of, the, one of the few Instagrams where literally everything's funny. Yeah. Like half of my shit. I don't, most of my shit. I'm not trying to be funny. No. That guy's funny on all of them. Yeah. It's just a, it's a party. Fucking hilarious, man. Oh. <sighs> Guess what? Chicken butt. Dude's oh. poor mother just sleeping. <laughs> 
That Trump impression is hilarious. I know. Him and Biden. That was nuts when him and Biden were talking shit on Twitter about fighting. Yeah. Biden was saying he's, he, he'd kick his ass. Kick and, his ass. By and the, Trump's yeah. like, you'd go down quick. Yeah. You'd quick go crying hard. the whole way. Yeah. 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 So funny. Just, did you ever think there was going to be a time in your lifetime where the president of the United States was saying he would kick someone's ass? No. I'd kick your ass. Easy. Easy. And he doesn't even fight. Hell like he's, no. He doesn't even exercise at all. He said he would run. In, he would have run into that Parkland school yeah. without a without weapon. a gun. Yeah, yeah. I like, would have run in. I would run in without a. Of course, weapon. I would have. I would have taken the guy out. It's nuts. It's nuts to say that. If that was yeah. the only thing he had said in the last year, people would be like, "That is fucking crazy." He's a fascinating guy. Yeah. It's a fascinating study. And watching someone like we we have this strange attraction to people that have like powerful confidence like that. Like we want to watch it play out. That guy, we, you want to watch that guy just play out. Watch his confidence. Here it goes. Watch yeah. him. Watch him. Well, a lot of people are really attracted, really attracted instinctively, intuitively to somebody with the, who, you know, the balls to say anything. Oh, yeah. That's a really like appealing quality to a lot of people. Yeah, we've never had one like this though, right? No. Well, he was fun when he was on The Contender or whatever the fuck it was. Yeah, The, the Apprentice. Apprentice. Yeah. He was fun. Yeah, or, and fun. like uh, uh, Stern always said that, you know, he's like, I've had him, I had him a bunch because he was a great guest. Yeah. He was always a great guest. It's a funny, but he cultivated that whole thing his whole life. And then all of a sudden you become president, you're supposed to be a different thing. Yeah. He's, he's like, like, no. No. That's no. who I am. That's what I do. Bang hoes, man. Did you see Comey said that he asked, Mel- he asked Comey to check on the PP story? Yeah. Because Melania was like serious. Yeah. Donald, you made them piss on you. <laughs> I didn't. I swear that's not true. Yeah. That is not true. I'm going to get the FBI on the case. On the piss tapes. Get them on the piss tapes. That's how confident I am. That's I'm calling great. Comey. Comey. Will you look into that? Do I have your loyalty? Checking those piss tapes. Unreal, man. Crazy, man. That'd be another thing to be fun to watch, those piss tapes. He's fun for comedy, though. Tell yeah. you what, because he's, he's like, at, at the same time, you're seeing this massive political correctness backlash right like yeah. people are angry at at him mm-hmm. and they they're like pushing really hard in the other direction yeah. so it's created this very volatile social environment you know the, the zeitgeist yeah very <clears throat> it's possible trump was with hookers peeing on each other <laughs> comey says that it's possible well but how do you say that in an interview right how do you say it though I want to hear like his actual words. Let's see if it's on here. Hold on. This is too much. He says it's possible. It could it be like I don't know. To a PR conversation about how the Trump team would position this and what they could say about this. They actually started talking about drafting a press release with us still sitting there. And the reason that was so striking to me is that that's just not done. That the intelligence community does intelligence. The White House does PR and spin. You also said you were struck by what they didn't ask. Very much. No one, to my recollection, asked, so what, what's coming next from the Russians? How might we stop it? What's the future look like? It was all... It might not come up here. What can we say about what they did and how it affects the election that we just had? Comey then asked to meet alone with Trump. Yeah, it might not be the PP part. Might not be right here. Hmm. Is it a long video? Oh, here it is. Oh, here it is. Okay. On Trump's ties to Russia, including allegations of Trump's encounters with prostitutes <gasps> in Moscow. I'm about to meet with a person who doesn't know me, 
has just been elected president of the United States by all accounts and from my watching him during the campaign could be volatile and I'm about to talk to him about allegations that he was involved with prostitutes in Moscow and that the Russians taped it and have leverage over him. Was there any choice there? Uh, why, if this was salacious, and this particular part of the dossier unverified, still unverified, by the way? Yes. So far as when I got fired, it was unverified. Did you tell him that the Steele dossier had been financed by his political opponents? No. I didn't, I didn't even think I used the term Steele dossier. I just talked about additional material. Did, but did he have a right to know that? That had been financed by his political opponents? I don't know the answer to that. It, it wasn't necessary for my goal. Is this even al- okay for us to play? That's why I was trying to get us to stop a second ago. We can't really play that, like, right? Not the whole thing. That's why I was. Yeah. Like, the minute or two. We're going to get in okay. trouble? I don't think so. It's going it to happen. Okay. I don't know. They're going to come down on us? No. I mean, we might not just. Uh, ABC News owns this interview, so. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Okay, cut it out then. Yeah. Either way, let's pee-pee. take it from here. There's some pee pee. Some. Uh, he said it's possible. It's possible. So. People listening, we just played it. Jamie's going to edit it out later so we don't get in trouble. We don't get pulled off of YouTube. Yeah, it should be okay. But but <clears throat> um, just madness. The whole thing's just so crazy. I just, I'm glued to my seat. I can't, I, I, I can't see where it's going. I know. I know. It's why uh, there's so much coming at every day that there's, you know, you realize that there's entire entertainment uh, shows now just addressing the reality that yeah. is our political spectrum now. Why doesn't he have to take a P test? You have to take a P Trump. You have to take a P test if you work at like UPS. They have to check you to you make mean sure like you're a not drug doing test drugs. Or something? Yeah. Oh, interesting. I think he's on speed. You do? A hundred percent. He doesn't sleep yeah. wait, doesn't he not he doesn't sleep a lot? He has or? a lot of energy. And there's some evidence from many different reporters. The one reporter even named the pharmacy where he used to get his speed. He was on diet pills that you're only supposed to take for a little while. He took them for like six years. And then there's another reporter we talked about recently that was saying that he's on one of the Fens. He's on one of those now, which totally makes sense. He is 70 what? 71? 71. Yeah. 71. Yeah. How does he have so much fucking energy? Yeah. That guy has a shit ton of energy. I mean, when he was on the campaign trail, he just would go, go, go. Yeah. It was like three stops a fucking day. Yeah. You know, getting on a plane, land somewhere, do a rally, go to the No next problem. Rep. Yeah. Eating Kentucky fried chicken. Yeah. He wasn't eating healthy. <laughs> he was eating fried chicken. I know. I know. Yeah, man. I think he's on speed. And That's... it makes me want to get on speed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Makes me want to be more productive. I mean, that's there's so many people I know that are on Adderall. So many. I've never tried it. I never have either. Jamie gave me some. I'm scared. Just sitting around. Did you watch that documentary yet? No. It just talks about how many people are on it. Just it's crazy, a right? A lot. So many. All day, every day. Well, um, my stem cell doctor was telling me that when he was in medical school, that uh, the people that he was with, like all the, the you know the people he was going to school with, they were all taking Adderall. And he was like, I would watch them finish papers, and I just couldn't understand where they had the energy from. And he's like, dude, we're on Adderall. Like, this is, this is the way to go. And he's just like, holy shit. He's like, it makes you feel like you have to get on it, because all these people are so, so productive when they're on it. I've heard comics talk about it, too. Comics? Mm-hmm. Really? Mm-hmm. I, would, that wouldn't think, I would think you'd be too ramped up. I think when they said they had, like, a lot of work to do. In other oh, words, a couple right. of jobs, and they're like, I got to get this done and get that mm-hmm. done. Yeah. Yeah. The, the downside's got to be rough, though. 
Uh, I don't. Yeah, I don't know anything about it really. I mean, I know that it's popular. I know people have been taking it for. A but while. I mean, like when you come off it, I'm sure. Jamie, did you ever? You did it, right? I did it twice, I think. But I think I also took two different versions of it because there's different kinds. There's not just like was it to, Adderall, and now you're taking Adderall. Was it to work or like just recreational? Yeah, I had tri- like art projects or something I was trying to get done. Like I really wanted to get it done. I was also interested to see what it would be like because I've never taken it. And I've heard friends take it. Some some of my friends really just take it to drink more. <laughs> most of it because we're not in college anymore you know yeah. animals but uh yeah so the one time i took it i had a day off and it kept me up the whole time which is what i thought would happen yeah but then the next day i was also i was just still up i tried to go to bed couldn't go to couldn't fall asleep for this shit is without it's out of your system it was just a little bit too like five milligrams maybe 10 of the slow release because there's also fast release you can like pop the pill and take the salts directly in without having a time release so there's vi- different variations. And what about the day it. after that? Do you just crash super no, hard? No, I was fine. I was normal. Oh. I just thought I was, I was afraid to go to work because I was serving. I thought I was going to crash while I was serving people's tables and drop food everywhere. I was like, right. I had the day off. So. Yeah. Right, right, right. Hmm. Uh, you remember Robert Schimmel? Yeah. He accidentally took it once. Accidentally? Yeah. He got the it wrong medication. It seems so not Bob Schimmel personality. <clears throat> no, it's not. Yeah, he was like super mellow. But uh, he told me uh, he accidentally took it. And he called his doctor panicking because, you know, he had serious heart condition. Yeah. And the doctor said, you're going to be fine. Just it's just going to it's going to last for about 12 hours. And he goes, man, I got so much shit done. He goes, I just sat in front of my computer and organized my notes. I got all my act together. Just makes you really productive, apparently. Yeah. But we're going to, you know, it's going to change the way people interact. It's going to change the way. I mean, if more and more people continue to do this, it's going to change the way people like feel about other people. They're going to be all jazzed up. Yeah. Talking, you think he's on some version of that, President? Yes. Yeah. Yes. I want to th- try it now. I think if these if these reporters are correct, pull up that story about the reporter that even listed the Dwayne Reed Pharmacy in New York, where Trump was on the shit for six years, and then they think that Trump is on something now. And they, they even specified the stuff that he's on. Hmm. Hillary was on some shit, too. She's on um, either n- New Vigil or Pro Vigil. They're both very similar. Um, but that's the stuff that they give to narcolepsy, people with narcolepsy to keep really? them awake. Yeah, it's amazing. It keeps you awake, man. If you have to drive, you pop one of them New Vigils. That's an interesting one because it doesn't give you the same sort of speediness. I'm really bad at night driving. I feel Ooh, tired every rough. time. Those yeah. lines, they start hypnotizing. Yeah. Tom, mm. just to embrace mm. you. We'll, we'll keep you calm. Uh, and if, you, if, it's warm, if you're in a cold place and you have the heat on in the car. Oh, that's rough. Cold yeah. with heat, driving yeah. by yourself on the road. No good. Especially with no lights on the road. Oh. Night, night. Night, night. <clears throat> Have you ever fallen asleep and woken yourself up, changing yes. lanes? Yes. That's terrifying. Yeah. It's not good. It scares the shit out of me, man. Yeah. That scares the shit out of me. You find anything, Jamie? I don't know why I can't find anything. I try not to Because he that. took it off the internet. He had the boys. Clean it up, Wipe boys. It. Wipe it. Get Michael Cohen on that case. Got a big dick, Don. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Cohen. That guy. Hilarious. All of them, man. It's like, where do they go from These here? characters, man. Hmm? Got it. It was real weird. Nothing was coming up on Google like it really was being taken off. Really? I found it, yeah. Hmm. Okay. Fun fact. 1982, Trump started taking amphetamine derivatives, abused them, only supposed to take two for 25 days, stayed on them for eight years. Really? Wow. Here's the... White House admitted it to me, saying only for a short time for diet. 
when he was not overweight. I countered with medical records. They cut me off. People misreading drug was diethylpropion, D-I-E-T-H-Y-L-P-R-O-P-I-O-N, 75 milligrams a day, prescription filled at Dwayne Reed on 57th Street in Manhattan. Not that I know things. <clears throat> Crazy. Um, the doctor wrote the prescription. Dr. Joseph Greenberg diagnosed him with metabolic imbalance, which we have never heard about again. Greenberg was later publicly slammed as someone who would provide uppers to rich people in Manhattan. Metabolic imbalance, if true, could be an electrolyte insufficiencies, anaerobic imbalances, acid imbalances, and an assort an assortment of related disorders that can have serious health consequences. Yet his other doctor, Dr. Harold Bornstein, That's said he had been Trump's doctor since 1980 and he never mentioned the metabolic imbalance found by Greenberg. So this guy was just like, <clears throat> Tommy, you got a medical imbalance. Yeah. Metabolic. Metabolic imbalance. What did I say? Here, take these. Take these, yeah. What are they? They're fucking great. That's what they are. <laughs> yeah. How long do I take them for? I don't know. Eight years? But there was another one. Yeah, there's, that's the amphetamine, a drug of phenylalanine. See, this is amphepramone. Amphepramone. It's a stimulant of the phenylalanine. Phenethylamine amphetamine. So this is the shit they think he's on now? Yeah, this is what came up when I Googled that. <clears throat> yeah, they think he's on something now. I think, look, man, I think this is a, a not-so-dirty little secret. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. We take coffee. That's a stimulant. Sure. These people are just taking pills. Yeah. I don't think he does, right? Isn't he like a not a coffee guy? No. I don't think yeah. he drinks coffee. I don't think he drinks He doesn't at drink all. booze at all. No. No. So, so he's just into uppers. Diet Coke, though, right? Yeah. Like Likes 18 DCs. a day. Yeah. He, presses he, a he downs those. Yeah. Crazy man. It's definitely <laughs> caffeine, right? Yeah, well, 100%. yeah, he's definitely into caffeine, so he drinks the caffeine all day, and he's taking these uppers, and that's how he gets shit done for America. That's how he brings coal back. Yeah, he's bringing sexy back too. Yeah. Strange. I mean, th those pills. The thing about when you think about amphetamines, when you think about brash decisions, you think about people that are <clears throat> they're overly overly confident. You know, arrogant. Like, yeah. like this is exactly what you expect from to him. Totally. Yeah. Super aggressive. Yeah, it doesn't strike me as a crazy conspiracy. No. To say that that's happening. It's fascinating. But now yeah. that's my question. Like, why don't they P test him? Yeah. Can you I imagine? Guess, we yeah. found out he's off the charts. Yeah. You get his charts back and like, whoa. It's just like cocaine <clears throat> out of control. He's like, yeah, whatever. I do an eight ball a day. A little so eight ball. A little here, a little there. What are you, pussy? What do you think Putin's doing? Trying to keep them, the wolves out of our door. Yeah. Did you see that video that was going around yesterday of the, the dog that got killed by the two wolves? Oh, no. It's horrible. German Shepherd. Oh, don't show it, please. German Shepherd, they dragged it out of the yard. And they're what? Killing, killing it in the street on a security camera. Where? What? Like, what part of the... I don't know. Somewhere in a community. I mean, it's, it's a neighborhood. Neighborhood, though. I mean, it's like a paved street. I hear coyotes at night. I see them during the day sometimes, too. Yeah. Running down the street. One killed my chicken last week. Really? Two weeks ago. Two weeks ago, another one got a chicken. You found, like, you were yeah. just gone? Or? And the other day, they were on the roof of the chicken, the hen house, plucking yeah. at the, pulling at the chicken wire, trying to pull the chicken wire off. Oof. Yeah. Especially if they do it for the roof. If they do it from the roof, they're going to fall in. Yeah. And if they fall in, they're going to be stuck in the chicken coop. Just kill them all. And, yeah. yeah, they'll just kill them all, and then I'll kill them. Yeah. But that's just fucked. 
What would you do? You shoot him? Oh, yeah. 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 I wonder if my neighbors would tell the cops. If they heard pop, 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 pop. What would you shoot him with? Gun. That shotgun? Right in the fucking head. Shotgun? Uh, I don't know what I would use. It'd be hard to shoot him with a bow. Because I'd have to get him to sit still. Right. While I drew back. And then they'd be running around the... The chicken coop, so I'd be in there with them in the chicken coop. No good. Like, what would they do? Would they attack me? Maybe. Maybe. If they're feeling panicked, that yeah. panic. If yeah. they felt trapped, they'd certainly be running around in circles. Yeah. Whether or not they decide to just leap at me and bite my face off. Maybe a rifle? That'd be the easiest, probably. That's loud as fuck. Super loud. Yeah, you, you have a couple of those going off in the backyard. People are going to call the cops. Oh, yeah. But then, would you get in trouble for that? I don't think you're supposed to shoot a gun in your yard, Tom. Yes. But, <laughs> but what if you feel threatened? <laughs> well, if you were – if someone was breaking into your home and threatening your life and you shot them, mm-hmm. that would be one thing, defense of life and property. That's not this. Hmm. This is like you have a varmint in your backyard. I don't think you get in trouble for killing coyotes. I think coyotes are thought of as like rats. Yeah. As crazy as that because we have a hierarchy when it comes to animals, right? Yeah. I mean we love uh, – we love dogs and cats, but we don't really give a shit about mice, you know? Oh, no. Everywhere you go, you can buy mice traps. Snap their necks, electrocute them. Smack. Yeah. Yeah, even glue traps. Those are the worst. Yeah. Mice get stuck on the glue. I put one of those, I'll tell you that, like 10 years ago. I lived in Silver Lake. I see rats crawling over, hear rats, just see rats all the time. I went to this, at this office I was working part-time, and they go, uh, the guy was like, oh, just take these, uh, take these rat traps with you. The glue traps, and they'll get stuck in it, and uh, it, it's perfect. That's what you should do. So I took it, put some peanut butter on it, like you said, put it in the backyard, and the next day they were flipped over and shit on. It's like the rat stepped in it was like, fuck this, <laughs> flipped it over and took a shit on it. Like, fuck you, man. I was like, I told him, he was like, oh, it's a pretty big rat then. I like, okay. I caught a big one in my backyard, my garage, rather, when I lived in Encino. Uh, the, the, the trap came down, snapped his neck, killed him. I went out there. He's a fat boy. I was like, whoo, this is a big rat. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'll get that in the morning. I just left it out there. I went back in the morning. It was eaten. Everything Ooh. except the tail. They ate him. They'll, yeah, that makes sense. They cannibalized They'll eat each other. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they tear each other up. Did you see that rats documentary on Netflix? No. Ooh. Mm-mm. See it. Uh-uh. Should. I don't like rats. I scare you. Yeah, scary. I don't need it in my head. I don't need it. I don't need it. <laughs> Jimmy saw it, right? Mm, it's it's fucking great. Ugh. I mean, it just makes you realize the sheer volume of them in American cities. Everywhere. Oh, yeah. There's more rats in New York City than there are people. They said that they'll get through the, you know, or mice at least will get through a hole the size of a dime or yeah. something. Like rats, too. It. Rats will do Yeah, that. they're flexible. And they're, they just can shove their way in it. They're not like us. They're cra- they're crazy smart too. The older rats, they'll send younger rats to go check on baits and stuff like that. Like if someone leaves behind rat bait that has poison in it, the old rats will sit back like, man, I don't think so. And the young rats are like, Ooh, what do we got over here? Is that food? You got you guys not gonna eat? You're not gonna eat? And then, like, go ahead, man, go ahead, eat. And then the, he'll eat and die, and they'll go, yep, I I thought so. So because of that, they've developed. Poison that takes like 10, 11 hours to kick in. Mm-hmm. So one rat will eat it. He's like, how you feeling? I'm feeling great. I'm fine. I'm fine. And then the other rats will eat it too because they're like, oh, he's okay. And then wow. 11, Yeah. So they're, they're, they're developing these slow-release poisons. But then you just have this 
rotting rat. Like you're not Ugh. stop. There's no way you're going to eradicate the problem. Like if someone said, "Hey, I've got a solution to completely eliminate all the rats from New York City," you're like, no, you don't. Is there no solution? There's no solution. There is none. Yeah. No, unless you make little robot rats that eat rats. Oh, right. All they do is eat rats. That's what you'd have to let loose. You'd have to let loose a scourge, just a pack of robot rat-eating rats mm. that only eat rats, and they can do what rats do. Yeah, that's the one that had a bot fly in its body that was like the size of a football. What was in its body? A bot fly, that larva. Oh. See that hole next to his neck? Uh-huh. That was a, there was a parasite in there that was that big. That's Whoa. like if, if you had a soccer ball growing out of your chest. Yeah. And the rat's dead, and that thing is alive still. Really? Yeah. 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 They that's killed. in the dock? Yeah. Uh, and, they, and they were finding all these crazy diseases. Oh, that are just totally fatal, just floating around inside the rat's body. <laughs> and the rat's like... <laughs> they're fine. Yeah. But it would kill us. How does that happen? Oh, they're so foul. Foul little creatures. They are so foul. Why don't we just set like all these sewers on fire? You I don't know? think that's going to work. He's <laughs> like a little kid. I know. It's like a little kid solution. It I is. know what we should do. Just fucking pour gasoline in the sewage. But there's certain problems that we just don't have an answer to. That's the, the problem of rats in cities. They don't have an answer to. Yeah. I mean, you can s- mitigate it by controlling your trash or this or that. There's a few things you could do to sort of keep them, like, at least at bay. But they're going to be hungry and they're going to be searching around. And people are always going to leave garbage. There's always going to be food in New York, in New York City. Right. So much filth. How many yeah. uh, rats do you think are in Manhattan? Oh. Let's Estimated. see how many people. About, I think there's 7 million this is, people. This is about 8.6 million people. 8.6 million people. I'd say 13 million rats. Tom? Uh, I'm going to go with 24. This estimate says there are approximately 33.6 million, which is as many as five rats per person. <sighs> so many. Wow. That's cool. How do they guess that? And there's different ones uptown and downtown. There's a... They have different kind of rats? Genetically distinguishable groups. How many what? different groups? Two, two genetically distinguishable groups of uptown and downtown Oh, they rats. have those uppity uptown rats. <laughs> <laughs> upper west side rats. <laughs> those, those fucking upper east side. Yeah. They're, they're, they're lounging in those fat Are there, are there like cool Soho rats and shit? <laughs> <sighs> Fuck. New York has genetically distinct uptown and downtown that rats. Hilarious. That is fucking crazy. There's so many of them, too. And when you see them, there's like, ah! Yeah. It's such a like an instantaneous feeling of panic yeah. and like moving quickly. Terrifi- like, ah! I'm ah! terrified of them. Ah! I don't like it at all. Well, one's running around your house like, uh, Jesus! Oh, man. I'd be like, Go to get my son. He's over there. I just want to run away. I've had friends that were camping and one ran over their face while they were sleeping. Oh, look at that look rat at that. carrying pizza. Oh, my God. Do you ever see the one that ca- kills a pigeon? You ever see the rat killing the pigeon? This rat killed a fucking pigeon and was killing it in front of all these people in New York City in a park. Look at this. Whoa. Ah. Yeah. Killing the pigeon. The pigeon's alive. The rat got a hold of the pigeon. And look how much stronger they are than pigeons. He's just carrying that poor fucking pigeon around. Look, he's taking a break now. Whew. Winded. Fucking hard out there carrying pigeons. Damn. He's like, he's really trying to do the chokehold on him? Dude, he's killing it. I mean, he's a predator. Like, I never would have imagined. I never thought that rats were predators. Yeah. I thought of them as just being sort of scavengers. But this is this this fucking pigeon's alive, dude. He's eating this pigeon and he's killing it. Dragging it away. Look at him. Oh yeah, he's taking like, it. Fuck. Wow. Look at him, he's trying to get away. Fuck you. Fuck you. 
Pigeon's all jacked. Pigeon's trying to get away. Trying to fly. The rat's chasing him. Look at that. Wow. That is wow. so crazy. Whoever's doing the got camera got work it. here is terrible. He got it. He got it. That's wild, man. He's gonna, yeah. dr- oh, he dropped it. Oh, where are you going, oh, it's bitch? it's still alive. Yeah, man. Fucking A, man. It's fighting. But look how he's riding it. It's like he's got back control. That's he's not his first time now. doing it either. No, he's probably been killing He's like that one like gangster birds? rat. I've been killing birds for a minute, man. He realized, like, you know what, man? Fuck cheeseburgers. You can get your own fresh meat. Get it fresh. Oh, God damn. Do you know that pigeons were actually brought in for food? No. That's what squab is. When you go to a fancy restaurant and they mm-hmm. have squab. It's a pigeon? That's pigeon. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. I went to a restaurant the other day uh, that had squab. Is it good? I don't know. I didn't eat it. Hmm. It's probably good. What'd you have? I had steak instead. Oh, yeah. Tried and true. But squab is like pigeon. They brought them in for food. That's, that's, not, that's a non-native bird. They're squab. There you go. Little pigeon dish. Looks good. Fire grill. Looks squab. good there. Isn't that funny, though? They have to call it squab. Yeah. It's like nobody wants to eat it. You want some pigeon? Yeah, that wouldn't sell as well. Yeah. People aren't into eating pigeons. But look at that. Look at all those pigeons. God damn. Squab farm in Los Angeles mm-hmm. back in the Dizze. Yeah, all these things, I think, I believe they brought them in, I want to say from Europe, but I might just be guessing that. But pigeons are non-native. God. Yeah. L.A. was once home to the largest pigeon farm. God damn. That's crazy. At least that's near, isn't that near Dodger Stadium? Right? <laughs> so, yeah. Right? Yeah. Christian Park. What is so it? That's Elysian. Elysian Park. Yeah. Now, why are they um, just sitting there? It's a painting, but. Oh, is it? Yeah. Yeah. But why would they be sitting there? Good qu- there must be a ton of feed there. Right. Right. And then how do they get them? Throw nets over them at the end of the day? I don't know. When they want, when I eat them? Yeah, wow. that was a food source. They brought them over as a food source. From where? Like, just I, like I said, I, I want to say Europe. Yeah. But, California alligator farm. Oh, great. Oh, God. <laughs> Assholes. You see that they had a 14-footer in someone's <laughs> pool in Florida? Yeah. It's big fucking gator, yeah. man. Oh, wow. This little baby's Maybe. playing with alligators. The fuck is that? Probably not six. 1906. Mm. People were just different then. They were made out of wood. Yeah. People were hardy. Even babies had calluses. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is some shit that would not be done today. Why don't you, you leave your kid by the gator pool? Oh, yeah. Dude. Cool. Normal. We'll go have lunch. That's not real. Yeah, it is. Look how many there are. Yeah, California Alligator Farm, Los Angeles. If they're well-fed, you don't really have to worry about them, I right? guess. They're well-fed. They're just... Tired, just chilling all the time. Look at that guy, though. It doesn't even look like a real uh, person. Real. No. It's fake? I mean, it looks real fake. It's I just think it's just shitty, shitty yeah. photography, and they probably yeah. added color to it later, probably, right? Yeah, yeah. So, Tommy Buns. Yeah. Tell me about the controversy surrounding your use of the R word in your last special. Oh, yeah. It was quite. That, that, was, that was bizarre. It was a lot, man. It was well, a lot. Well, it was also... What I found interesting about it was people were lying about the bit and they were doing it in articles and they were doing it in email campaigns. They were lying about the content of the bit. Yeah. They were, they were changing what you were saying in the bit and they, they had to be doing it on purpose. They, they definitely didn't listen to the bit. Yeah. And I think it took me a while to figure out what, was, what really was happening was that someone – Someone's agenda or idea of what they want to accomplish is to to highlight um, a campaign to eradicate saying a word, and then they had a channel to pursue by having a comedy bit 
that did it that they could be like right. let's let's go after it like this yeah but it didn't they didn't go i mean you know basically what the funny thing is that like the that joke was something that i worked back where i i did that bit backwards in other words i had the end piece of the bit uh was what i was doing by itself which was a story about i saw i witnessed a fight in philly of a white guy and a black guy in the park and the white dude was you know screaming end bombs and it was it was nuts so i would tell that story and then i would i worked backwards into getting into the story because i always try to figure out like if something funny happens or some, I want to tell a story, it's always better to figure out why are you telling the story right. than just to be like, here's a story. Right. So right. I, I told the, the story of like the, the fight in the park. And then I worked into like – I figured out right before it I would talk about racial slurs and how you know, most racial slurs are not acceptable. And then I figured out though like unless they're like white racial slurs are totally acceptable. Like you right. call people mix and krauts and frogs, Pollocks, guinea wops, like this whole list of that. And then I worked before that of just the way into saying that was like, well, I should talk about words that you can't say that, that kind of changed over time, right? So it was just like one of those jokes is like, oh, it's helping me get into the bit, you know? So I, I, I started the bit by saying, uh, you can't say retarded anymore. That was the, that's the first line of the of the entire bit, yeah. which ended up being like eight or ten minutes long. And but, then people would say to me, like, to start like, when I started getting mail about it, they were like, you know, you can't say retarded. And I go, that's the line that I say, like, <laughs> yeah, that, that's the line in the joke. But they didn't hear the bit. People lo- just heard that you were doing a bit about the word retarded. Once it blew up, like once it got to. A, a huge amount of uh, like when it was an organized, orchestrated campaign. You're right. There was people messaging me that would say, um, "I heard you want to kill all children with Downs," and I'd be like, "What?" <laughs> and I'd be like, "Where did you see that? Facebook somewhere said it. Someone said it." Like those are the messages I started to get. And how many people at the height of it signed this petition to get you like kicked off of Netflix? Over a hundred thousand. <sighs> yeah. Wow. But here's the thing. Here's what I mean. I. I don't want to portray myself as a victim or anything, right? Like I I did a bit. I can handle people not liking it or liking it. I mean, a lot of people messaged me that they were into it, and I just didn't share those because you don't want to be like, right. here's someone that said they like it, you know? Right. And, <laughs> and, people, and people, even people with uh, uh, children and siblings and, and uh, uh, with Down syndrome messaged me. You know, I just didn't post those messages. But I don't know. I, I'm not the victim in this whole thing at all. I, I learned – I feel like I learned that when people are super upset about something, you have to let them just be upset and, and be outraged. If they want to be outraged, you know, that's your right. It, Of course it's uncomfortable to me that you can't get out in front and be like, hey, you're you're misrepresenting it. Right. Because people – like even in the campaign language, it said like we want this bit taken out of the of the joke. We want the – uh, trailer for the special removed. And I was like, why? And then I realized that the trailer has a joke that they're confusing with the joke where I say retarded. Like they're, they think the two are related. What's the one in the trailer? The one in the trailer is I say, uh, uh, like some, uh, something's funny. Um, disabilities are not funny, but some are. And it's a whole bit about obscure things like, a foreign accent syndrome and oh like when someone pers- gets hit on the head and then they start speaking yeah. with a french accent so that was the setup <laughs> to that bit right 
And they were – but they were saying – they were basically making it where that setup is about downs or something. Do you know what I mean? Like, right. But they happen 40 minutes apart. One has nothing to do with the other. But by not watching it, by just watching the trailer, they're going, oh, see, this is like how he's making fun of us. Right. Well, you shouldn't even have a point where you could say some disabilities are funny. Right. You, she can't do that. Right. Yeah. That's what, that's what I was told. It's, it's what it is. is like, it's new power that people have to complain. I mean, people yeah. have always complained, but they haven't had the instantaneous access to complaining. Right. And then you can get – and here's the thing I learned about kind of like mob mentality too. It was like kind of fascinating to watch. I mean, I was in it, so it was mm-hmm. different. Once I could step back, I realized that once you got sign a, a certain message out, you know, people would read the thing that says this guy hates <laughs> people with Downs. And I'm right. like, what? And – that's not a hard thing to get behind. Oh, yeah. So then people would just, they would sign it. And I would also get messages that said things like, uh, I didn't know evil like you existed in this world. You know, things wow. like that. And I'd be like, what? And You're ISIS. I, I mean, like, really crazy stuff, man. And I, I didn't engage nearly, you know, the, the, the amount of people that, that would contact me. But I did engage a few. I did, like, go back and forth. One guy, he was like, he opened, he was like, you fucking cocksucking piece of shit. I would stab you if I saw you on the street. And I go, what's this all about? That was my, like, my opening thing to him. And he was like, I heard you, uh, you want to kill, like, everybody with Down syndrome. And I'm like, what are you talking about, man? And then we had a back and forth about, about the bit. I'm like, you should go watch it, you know, just watch it and then get back to me. And then he writes me back. He's like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sorry the way I spoke earlier. I didn't even know. I was like, fucking seriously? You're going to stab me. Yeah. If you saw me, you would have killed me. You'd be in jail forever. And they'd be like, uh, defendant, please rise. Yeah. Why'd you stab Mrs. Segura? I didn't see the bit. Somebody, I didn't watch I didn't watch somebody, the bit. Somebody told me he was uh, but, saying terrible things about in And now, in, in, their, in people's defense who got upset, some people watched it. And they're like, I saw it. And right. I think it's horrible. And I think, you know, I'm like, okay. You know, yeah, you, but there's some people that if you just say the the word, say the word retarded, like that's it, it's all, it's over. You can't do that. It's like so many other words. Yeah, like well, it's gotten to the point where you don't even say the word nigger. Mm-hmm. Like just saying it, it's yeah. like, like holy shit, what are you doing? Yeah, people yeah. will say the n word instead of it, right? And you're not even calling someone it, but it's just acknowledging it. That that's a real word. It's like a forbidden thing. Well, part of that, this you know campaign is to refer to it as the R word. Like, yeah. don't say it. Right. You, know, you should never say it. I mean, it's weird, man. Yeah, I mean, you know, people, people were, some people were very, very upset about it, and you know, I, I, I get why someone could be upset about it. It's not like yeah. I go like I don't even understand how you could be upset. I mean. The natural thing, I think, if you're a comic, is you, you want to walk someone through the joke. But yeah. what you realize later is, like, somebody who's, a, who's, who's advocating to stop saying a word yeah. doesn't care no. the details of the joke. I mean, the joke – here's the other thing that sucks about reading – people would read transcripts. It's like transcripts have no intent, tone. You know, right. like, if you just read people's – like, I know uh, we've talked about – what you're closing on now, which will probably close out your special. Mm-hmm. If you just type that out and give it to someone, they'd be like, you are awful. Like, you're a horrible man. You know? But it's, in, it's a couple things. It's like, it's in the context of a comedy show yes. where there's an unspoken agreement between right. performer and audience. It's 
the intent, like what, how did you intend this bit to go? Right. Tone. I mean, is it said satirically, ironically? Like, that right. bit, what I'm doing in the bit is, is basically lamenting but accepting that words are changing. Right. Like that's the tone of it. Yes. The tone of it is I'm going like, can't say retarded anymore. That fucking sucks. But I'm also like, all right. <laughs> you know what right. I mean? Like you're you saying, okay, you yeah, give like, into it. And I make an example, like one thing that people got really upset about was like, I said at the end of this bit of the retarded part, I say like, you got, now you got to be like that your idea has an extra 21st chromosome if you ask me. Right. And then the next part, the very next line that they would cut out when people were sharing this thing is I go like, not the same. Meaning that the example was a purposely bad example. Right. The joke is that if you were to say 21st chromosome, it's absurd it doesn't work like right. you don't you don't it wouldn't make there but people would attack me and go like you're telling people to start saying that idea. i'm like no i'm sharing that it's a bad idea i saw someone getting mad at someone calling someone stupid because they were saying that's ableist do you know what ableist is ableist uh oh yeah because you have you're of sound you're able yeah you're right. able to do it yeah yeah like uh if you are mocking someone who's diminished mentally, mm -hmm. oh, you fucking idiot. That's ableist. Yeah, sure. Which is crazy. Yeah. You're able-bodied. Their brain doesn't work so good. You're yeah. an ableist if you call them stupid. I like, mean... It's going to get to the point where if we, you give up certain words, I mean, if we keep going like this, it's yeah. going to get to the point where we're just going to have a very hard time communicating effectively. Sure. Yeah, I totally agree. I mean, there's... I don't know. There's, there's, and here's the thing. It is an endless cycle. Yeah. I mean, we just don't have that next unacceptable word. Right. You know, like everybody knows. I think a lot of people know that as far as somebody who uh, doesn't have is, – is developmentally disabled, retarded was kind of the, mo the latest term that was once acceptable. Mm -hmm. It's clearly not now. I mean, that, right. that is kind of the point. But before that, you know, moron was a medical term. Was it? Yeah. Mongoloid idiot was what they used to call um, Down syndrome children. That was like... hundred years ago, right? Yeah, it was yeah. on the birth certificate. Right, but I'm saying, uh, you know, people who are saying, you know, just to stop saying... They're not wrong, you know, but there is also an, another word down the pipeline, right? There's something else is coming yeah. that's going to be a medical word or term, and then that'll be used to insult people. That, that's the way people use language like once we identify this is the word people use to label someone with a developmental disability people in the slang will grow from that yeah people will start using that well what's interesting to me is that when we're talking about words you're not going to change the way people think so words are supposed to convey intent yeah They're supposed to be sounds that we all agree mean a certain thing and yeah. the more depth the more access to words you have, mm -hmm. the more you can sort of flavor your conversation so I understand what you're saying. Like, if you're saying, this guy, I kind of get it. But if you're like, this fucking guy, yeah. I'm like, well, Tommy's really mad. Yeah. You know what I mean? that And to take that out, yeah. it's like, I don't know. Ex so sometimes you take those things out when you're like on a television show or something like that. But all television shows, because of that, all censored television shows only exist within a certain band yes a certain frequency they yeah. never get out of that like the joey diaz frequency is like oh there's That's no fucking there. roof yeah there's no fence ah true this 
this frequency that you get on like late night talk shows or a sitcom, this very narrow band that that there's no cunts in that band. There's no you motherfucker. There's all those things are not in there, which is what you're all. I, mean, I feel like whenever you're for me, when I'm watching something like that, part of my brain's always like, go find a motherfucker somewhere. You know, it's like <laughs> you kind of want it. You well, know? especially now yeah. we're, we're just. We're so used to being free, yeah. Especially us because of podcasts and live stand-up. and live stand-up. Yeah, you know. And I was going to bring this up, like your show, like your show that you do with your wife, your mom's house. If anybody just wanted to go cherry pick things and write them down, write some of the things you guys joke around about, where you're clearly joking, yeah. But take it and write it down in quotes. And then Tom said to his wife. Oh. Yeah. And by the way, 100,000 times worse than anything in live stand-up I've ever said. Yeah. Is said on that podcast. <laughs> I mean, it's not even comparable. Exactly. It's so much worse. The content. The yeah. Thing, it's like we don't go into the show of like let's be offensive. But no. we play in a no rules, like have fun environment. Yeah. You know, it's like free-flowing just say whatever, and that's the fun of the show. Well, yeah, and it's also everybody knows you're joking around. Yeah, yeah. The fan base is like 100% on board yeah. with like, this is un, you know, uncensored, just loose, fun, going for it, going for jokes. What I, what I also found, too, is that during this whole controversy after your special was released, yeah. you got bigger. It's like people, they, they by doing that campaign, yeah. and then people who did investigate, they go, actually, this guy's really fucking funny. <laughs> I mean, I got, I used to, you know, again, I never publicized these things because it's gross, to, you know, to be like, check out this compliment or whatever, right? right? right. But like, I got so many messages from people who are like, I saw this thing on the news, because it was on a lot of local news that there's a controversial Netflix right. thing out. People would message me. I saw this thing, so I decided to check you out. New fan. Just bought tickets to see you at blah, blah, blah. So I, <laughs> I started to get a bunch of messages like that. Oh, for know? sure. Because you're going to get 30% of the people that aren't even going to read it. They're just going to call you a piece of shit. Yeah. But the other people are going to go, what is going on over here? And the next yeah. thing you know, they're going to investigate and they're going to go, what? They're yeah. doing this guy dirty. Yeah. Yeah. And I then, did. boom. I got, I, got a lot of, I got a lot of support that I never... Like I said, I never made light of the fact that people were being supportive, but people were being very supportive. Well, it just seems like there there's different there's different rules now for stand up and you gotta really cover your ass. But in your case you did cover your ass and they disingenuously left that part out. Like they deceptively left that out when they were writing down what you had said. They yeah. didn't put it in the context. That's true. And I, and then, you know, part of you goes, uh man, like is I'm not trying to paint myself as a martyr, or you know what I mean. Right. Or, and like people who are going down this path of, you know, they have family or friends with uh, disabilities. It's like I, I, I'm not going. to uh, My whole thing was never to attack them. Right. So I'm not going to try to make it a a battle that I have to win. Of course. It's like so. W once once I saw like kind of what I thought clearly was happening, I was like, you know, just let people vent their frustration about if it's about me or about what i said mm -hmm. just let it happen yeah and um you know because i don't i don't hold it against them that they're that they have that they're upset about this issue right you know and even though you, like you're saying your instinct is is wants to go like hold on why don't you put it clearly right. what i said 
after a, a moment of it, I, I realized that like that kind of wasn't the point for me in that in that time. I was like, just let people. Yeah. Because I also figured out that if people, yeah, a lot of people were going to read it, say something, and go like, this guy's the fucking worst, and it's kind of feels good sometimes to be like, you want to know who a bad guy is? This guy. Yeah. And, I, and you know, even though you want to be like, hey, I'm not that bad of a guy. Uh, if someone wants to just go there, you just kind of have to let it go and then let the people who were enjoying it or who were investigating it and finding like, oh, it's a little different than it's being presented. Yeah. It also seems way. like there's so many outlets that are looking for outrageous stories. Yeah, that's like, true. Like more than ever. And recreational outrage, recreational outrage peddlers are like at an all time high. And there's so many people out there that are working, the journalists, the writers. They're working for these websites, and they, they got to produce content, man. I yeah. got to tell you, the one of the most amazing like discoveries of that process is not the people who got upset at me and would start, whatever, emailing, saying things. It was the reporters who would do these news pieces and also not familiar with what they were reporting. They didn't care. But I don't doesn't think that kind of make – I mean, yeah. doesn't that kind of stand out to you? Like, you're going to – you're going to do a piece on television mm -hmm. that you report to, I don't know how many people, and yeah. you're not familiar. You could tell that they had not even watched the clip. Yeah. And they're doing a – it wasn't like a, just an anchor reading copy. It was the person doing the piece about it had no idea what they were talking about. Yeah, they're lazy. Super lazy. There's a lot of bad shit out there. Just, just people just barely – just phoning it in. Yeah. Barely paying attention to what they're doing and then pretending that they're on the moral high ground. Yeah. Hmm. You got to like, but I think it's kind of a challenge too because it forces me to like really cover all my bases in, in these bits. Yeah. Like I did that with the, my Bruce Jenner bit from last year. Like I was trying to figure out a way to make fun of this. I'm mm -hmm. like, what is the best way to make fun of it? Well, the parallel to my own life that I've never been more of a bitch I've never been happier, but I live with all girls, and I've right. just never been more of a bitch. I just give in to everything around me all the time. Sure. And that I'm not going out like Bruce Jenner. That right. I've never been more of a bitch in my life, but I'm not going out like Bruce that That is – people like, oh, he's always been a man that's you know really a woman, a woman trapped in a man's body. I'm like, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Or maybe if you live with crazy bitches long enough, you fucking become one. Yeah, yeah. Maybe. Did I mean, you get a lot of shit for that? You had to get some, right? None? No. I skated through that skated one. Skated through that one. Well, because I, first of all, I caught it right when people were annoyed. Yeah. Right when people were like, okay, enough of this. Like, yeah. I, I rode, the timing was really good. Like, when it came out, it's like, people were like, enough. The fucking articles and sh pretending she's beautiful and she's amazing and brave. Stop! Yeah. Stop. What about the fact she killed somebody? What about the fact no that one no one's Kyle does. Kyle does a whole bit. Yeah. Find Kyle's bit. It's it's him at the wheel. Yeah. It's uh it's Caitlin at the wheel. Yeah. And uh he's recognizing yeah, Bruce Bruce did that. Yeah, right? baby. Caitlin gets off free. Yeah. Hey, Harry, let's play this. <laughs> I just got my driver's license back, baby. Bruce fucked me when he killed that lady with his car. But now Kalen's got a clean record, baby. I'm a much better driver than Bruce, I'll have you know. So don't be afraid to hit the streets. Because kill the fuck, I just hit a retarded kid on his bike. Hey, guys. I just got my driver's <laughs> 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 Yeah.
There you go. There you go. <laughs> Tied everything together. <laughs> that What's works. the lower one with what's Trump? Who's that with Trump in the corner with the girl? Who's that? It might be Stormy, right? Hold on, play it. Hi, Donnie. It's Stormy Daniels. Stormy, why are you calling me here? <laughs> because I can't stop thinking about our night together. Mahorny. So hot. Nobody Melania. <laughs> you like 9-11'd my asshole. Oh my god. Ground Zero's still a mess, by the way. <laughs> it's so bad. I'm hanging up. Don't call here again. Wait, I was calling to tell you something. What? Make it quick. You have gonorrhea, syphilis, and super AIDS. <laughs> <Huh>? <laughs> <laughs> That face that he chose to is such uh, a perfect face for Trump. Oh my god! No, oh, hilarious! Oh, oh my god! Yeah. Oh. Well, hate. kudos to Netflix for the way they handled it because they just stepped back. Yeah. And just let it. Let it. Let the fucking e rage wash over. Let the fire go out. I kind of took. I took cues from that. Mm-hmm. After a minute, because at first I was like, I should fucking talk to people. And then I kind of was like, oh, just no, wait for someone idea. to kill a hooker. I just wait. <laughs> Someone's going to do something yeah. that's going to take over in the news. No, I got 10 new minutes out of it, too. So that works. Did you? Yeah. Oh, that's. Works. Well, there you go. Well, I feel like you have to address something like that. Oh, yeah. So. Why wouldn't you, too? I mean, yeah. Chappelle's got a bunch of shit in his new special about some shit that he got in trouble with in his old special. Yeah. I'm hoping it yeah. goes. <laughs> goes this way uh, it's it's i mean you know the audience here's the thing when i do a show now the audience is so aware of that stuff oh yeah that it's like it would be disingenuous for me to not mention it you know yeah that becomes a thing right the more yeah. stand-up you're doing the, the more people know what you're doing and then when something goes sideways that becomes a bit yeah of course you're like feeding off yourself yeah <sighs> yeah yeah it's true i mean i i just say Louisiana, and it's like ah, that's right. The Louisiana thing, putting a state—that was another thing people got mad at you for. Real you pissed mad. off a whole state. A whole state. People were saying that they were saving up bail money. What? I've never even heard. I know it's like when I saw that. Yeah, they're like, I would see comments. They're like, we got to start saving our bail money because we're gonna go fuck up Tom Segura. Yeah, and then we can bail out. I'm like, you're saving up for that <laughs> it's Dude. one of the most white trash fucking amazing <laughs> shitty things i've ever heard so a savings account for bail what did you do about security after that um i had to take some they like i was it was recommended to me by a whole bunch of industry people to take security precautions in louisiana that's it <laughs> they're just meanwhile like, you sold out like crazy in louisiana n- nine months in advance <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah. So you haven't even gone there yet? No. Ah! No, yeah, it sold out. Oh, uh, we prepared. added, yeah. It's going to be all dudes in the in the audience going like this. Yeah. I'm like, you're so, like you spent money to attack me. <laughs> That'd be hilarious if they're like, we paid you to fucking... To certain states. Yeah. I've been shitting on Connecticut for years. I'm you have. I'm waiting for blowback. I, I, your shitting on Connecticut gets to me. In other words, <laughs> people come up to me and they're like, I'm talking like in a coffee shop. Someone would be like, why does Joe hate Connecticut? I'm like, what? <laughs> I don't really hate Connecticut. One of my best friends lives in Connecticut. Shout out to Tommy Jr. 
I don't really hate Connecticut. I'm talking shit. You gotta understand. Yeah. And by the way, if you get like real sensitive about your state, you might be a fucking idiot. Yeah, true. Just stop. It's a patch of dirt. There's no real state. There's lines arbitrarily drawn in the sand. You just drive and you're across this line. Now you're in Massachusetts. Does that make any sense to you? Well, no. And the other thing is, you know what helps you see that clearly? You've had this. I know I had this for sure. Is moving. When you move a bunch of times in your life, you're like, oh. Yeah, like why, why would you be married in love to that patch of land? Where like so people stupid. who never move, they right. feel like a certain tie to that place and and they don't they're more sensitive, you know. Yes. Like I've lived in Ohio, Minnesota, uh Wisconsin, DC, Maryland, Florida, Massachusetts and California. Yeah. And Anytime I've mentioned any one of those places, somebody somewhere has been like, that place fucking sucks. I'm like, okay, sure. (laughs) (laughs) Go ahead. And they're like, your birthplace sucks? Fine. I don't care, man. It's just a place that I was squeezed out of someone's vagina. I don't care. Yeah, you moved around a lot. You get it. Yeah, it's like, why would you be so... Like, people take it like you're insulting their family, you know? They're yeah. like, oh, it is my family. No, it's not. Do you know where they're the nuttiest about it? Texas? Maine. Oh, really? They call them maniacs. Really? Yep. I was uh, doing gigs up in Maine, and I was shitting on Maine, and this guy was, this old guy literally got up, and he was blood in his eyes, just coming towards the sk- stage screaming at me. Yeah. I had this whole bit about how if you get pulled over, that I got a speeding ticket when I was driving, because it's like, there's this long stretch from Portland to Bangor. It's like an hour drive where there's nothing on the road. Yeah. And I go, I got a speeding ticket, because I just, you know, you can't help yourself. I go, but you got to figure, like, the cops from Maine, you should be able to trick them. And I had this whole bit about tricking the cop. Uh-huh. This really fucking stupid cop. You throw a potato out the window. Hey, yeah. where'd that potato go? That's yeah. a pretty good one. Mm-hmm. Nice and round. And the guy, the guy drives off. And then while I'm in the middle of doing this, this guy jumps up and he's screaming, just screaming at me. Fuck you. Fucking Maine is the best fucking state. You're a piece of shit. He's really, really mad at me, and I couldn't believe it. I was like, you're really mad that someone's making fun of Maine? He's got to be mad about I, I always think someone's got to be mad about something else, right? No, they, yeah. they, that's their, their turf. Yeah. They're I defending guess. their turf. That's their, their clan. right? Yeah. yeah. That's their spot. Yeah. They, they're called the maniacs. Like, yeah. They get really, really, really angry. It's funny. People, but people, a lot of audiences will like if you're like, you people are nuts. If you're like, you're right. crazy people, they're like, that's cool. Right. I like that. Well, there's certain places there yeah. are, like yeah. Texas. Is Texas, a, yeah. I have a, a bit that I open with in Texas all the time mm-hmm. about this one spot in Texas. It's like it's, it defines Texas. Yeah. It's pe- pe- like bu- you ever seen? You know what a Bucky's is? Mm-mm. Oh yeah. Like this whole bit like, about Bucky's. Is that like a gas station kind of? It's like a gas station. Yeah. If you created a gas station while you were in the middle of a cocaine binge, yeah. And someone said, "Dude, I want you to make me the ultimate gas station." <laughs> yeah, that's true. That it's, is true. It's a fucking crazy place, but it's so like. Yeah. Te- and when you bring it up to Texans, they get all excited. They get excited because yeah. it's like, yeah, this is something that defined. That's a Bucky's. Look yeah. at that. Look at the size of that place. That doesn't even make sense. No. That's a hundred pumps. Easy. Yeah. The fuck are you getting a hundred people pulling over for gas? That's crazy. I mean, they're just all prepped for the end of the world. There are stretches. This is how dumb I am of uh, I-10 in Texas that you will hit maybe like 75 miles without gas and you tempt fate, you know, if you're driving. That's not good. No. And and twice I've been like, I'll get up the next one (laughs) and almost been just fumes, you know. I have a buddy who did it in a Tesla. Oh, really? He died out. He died out. Died out driving with a Tesla. 
Oof. Oof. Good luck. Some farmer pulls over, What's sees that? you with your shitty electric scooter that doesn't want to work anymore. <laughs> I read that Elon Musk is sleeping on the floor of the Tesla factory. They, they said he, he's sleeping on the floor of the Tesla factory hmm. while they're trying to uh, get production ready. Hmm. And that Tesla is finally going to... Look at this. Elon Musk is stressed. Oh, son of a bitch. Elon Musk is stressed, says he's sleeping on the Tesla factory floor and has no time to go home and shower. Wow. That guy's an animal. He really is. Has there ever been a guy who does more shit? Benjamin like, Franklin? Nah, what an asshole with a kite and a key. Fuck that guy. <laughs> Wooden teeth. No, what he's done, yeah. I mean, think of his, he's in the middle of making this boring company that yeah. bores holes under the ground. And he's in the a, middle of the high speed train. High speed train, yeah. yeah. He's in the middle of the Hyperloop. Yeah. He's in the middle SpaceX. of SpaceX. He's in the middle of Tesla production. They got approved for the satellites to go in space for the internet. <clears throat> did you hear about that? Yeah, no. I did hear about that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, he's going to provide worldwide internet, right? That's the idea? Yeah. Dude. Yeah. It's just, how does one, how's one guy able to do so much? It's, uh, I don't know. Well, the crazy thing I was saying the other day, <clears throat> he's so smart that people just let him drill under the ground in L.A. They're like, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, man. Nobody else, like, who, who the fuck would let anybody just drill under the ground? Who do you, who, where do you, what office do you walk into with that presentation? <laughs> you know? <laughs> It's like people, it's like a six-month thing to build a fence in L.A. Yeah. to get this approved. He's like, nice one, go down a bunch, like way far, and then make trains. Like they would never listen to him if he was like a regular person. No. Or even a regular genius. Like yeah. he, you, ha- you almost have to be like Elon Musk. He's like our It's like a guy. brand. Yeah, a like brand. Q-tips. Yeah. He's like our guy, you know? Elon Musk plan for high-speed car tunnel gets initial approvals from L.A. I would like to see the documentary about the presentation i'd like to see yeah. what happens when earthquake hits and that thing fills up with Oof. water rushing towards you and you're on that scooter god damn 2.7 mile proof of concept tunnel along sepulveda <clears throat> damn zero emissions high-speed underground alternative means of transit for personal vehicles and or single rider use according to urbanize which reported on the approval man i mean what 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 motivates a guy like that to do so many different things? That's what's so confusing. It's it's not it's um it really is that real curious. He's an engineer at heart, mm-hmm. and it's that I think it's the curiosity and uh, of of the challenge and accomplishing something that hasn't been done before. And I want to make it possible. Yeah. I feel like that has to be the real drive. It can't be the money and the 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 stardom of it. I feel like he really gets off on how can I find a solution to this thing? Yeah, well, they're all technologically based things, right? Yeah. Everything he's doing is like Tesla, the Tesla, those home units, the tiles, the the solar tiles that he's putting on people's roofs. Well, And also it all ties into like better for humanity. Yeah, right? yeah. So, oh, that's amazing. Yeah, he's an, he's an incredible We're guy. lucky that we got a guy like that. I mean, he's, he's essentially yeah. like our version of a Tesla. Yeah. You know, and Nikola Tesla. You know, yeah. like a guy who just keeps coming up with new, crazier shit to... Just, it's amazing. There's only one of those guys, though. That's yeah. what's crazy. Like, where's the other ones? Like, you would think there'd be a bunch of those kind of guys. No, he's standing alone. Him. Yeah. Yeah. What if he wasn't born? You know what I mean? Like, the, when, when you have a guy who's that much of an outlier, 
It's just so it's so strange because you're forced to consider like how is how, how could it be in a nation of 320 million people that one individual be such an outlier? Yeah, but even I would even outside of that, there's not even someone like really like him somewhere else. So it's really like no billions. Yeah, it's like of seven billion people. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Who is who is the one person that you think of when it comes to technological innovation and and producing crazy new inventions and. We used to, them to the public. think of jobs like that, right? I mean, it was, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, sort of. Sort of. But he didn't do it the way that this guy does. No. He was just within my company. Yeah. There's new shit you're going to want. Yeah. That was really him. It's crazy. You see so, much, so many people talking shit about Apple lately, about their laptops. Hmm. People are just tired of them. They're tired of the, the lack of innovation. It's just all the same thing. All the MacBooks look the same. You, know, yeah. you buy, buy a Windows laptop. You can buy infinite variety, a bunch of different types and styles. And MacBook, you get 13-inch or 15-inch. Yeah. That's it. That's and their it. last MacBook Pro was considered kind of a dud, I think. And I know that home, HomePod didn't sell well. They thought no. that was going to be a big thing. Well, that's the thing where it's like you only have so much momentum that's by jobs. And then the new guy, Tim Cook, has to take over. And he's got to figure out a way to keep that thing rolling. Yeah. And it's just he's not the same guy. Right. He seems like way healthier. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> he's not – I mean healthier not just physically but mentally. He's not – he's going to – Not, not obsessed, man. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, because Jobs was obsessed. <clears throat> you need to be obsessed to be that guy. Yeah. I mean that's probably one of the things that made him sick. What was your take on – I mean you probably already talked about it, so sorry if you did. But uh, with that whole Connor in New York thing – Pretty fucking crazy. Um, there's a whole story behind it. And the story behind it is that Artem Lobov, <clears throat> who is one of um, Connor's stablemates, had an issue with Khabib Nurmagomedov because he said something in an interview that Khabib pulls out of fights and that Connor's the real, real fighter mm-hmm. and that Khabib's a coward. So Khabib found him and kind of smacked him a little. Said, you call me a coward, motherfucker? Like that kind of mm. shit? And there's a video of him saying it to him, talking to him in Russian. And Connor saw that video and flew from Ireland with a bunch of fucking gangsters all the way to New York. It's crazy. Yeah. There might have been some substances involved. Not good, though. No. I mean, he, might, he literally might wind up, wind up in jail. It's entirely possible that New York's going to prosecute him. I mean, that was like assault. He threw a dolly at a car. People yeah. got their eyes cut, their face cut. Glass shatter, right? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, and luckily it wasn't, I mean, I don't want to say it's any better that men get cut, but imagine if he did it to Rose Namajunas. She's this beautiful little 24-year-old girl who's a world champion. What if she got cut by the glass? What if he ruined her career? Yeah. Like, what if she never got to fight again? What yeah. if the glass cut her eye? And we lost Rose. And that would have been the day of or day before a fight. Too. The day before a fight. Yeah. She, she thought about pulling out of the fight. She was so distraught by the whole event that she thought really? about pulling out. Yeah. Because she was on that bus? Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. <coughs> well, yeah. definitely not going to get him, I guess. I don't know. It, but then, in a way, it does. I know there's people who are talking about, oh, this is all coordinated, planned, like. Seems uh, like it, right? Press thing. Yeah. I mean, you can definitely see how how it could be it's not it doesn't f- but i mean yeah it's to- not it's just not but it, it's not gonna <clears throat> is it gonna lower his draw probably not no it's gonna yeah. sh- he's gonna be even bigger than ever that's what i'm saying so when he actually does fight khabib if those two do fight if let's say 
let's say they solve everything civilly, meaning Connor pays everybody off, pays Kiesa off, pays Ray Borg off, pays up emotional duress to anyone who sues him that was on the bus, pays some sort of a fine to the state of New York that's pretty significant, gives up a few million dollars for sure, right? Fuck. Then they put the fight together. <gasps> oh, yeah. <sighs> it's going to be giant. It's going to be giant. Maybe that would be the rule. <clears throat> Conor McGregor's com- comeback fight is already being mooted as, what does that mean? As the mm. biggest record breaker in UFC history. I've never seen that word, mooted. Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen it? I think it means touted, but I've yeah. never seen it either. The biggest record breaker in UFC history. Yeah, it will be if he fights Khabib. Yeah. Experts are predicting he'll be back in the octagon within a year. Okay. That's a year from now. That's not a, like a much of a stretch. That's a crazy prediction. Yeah, 6 to 12 months is what I just saw in maybe 81,000 seat uh, uh, stadium in Moscow. That's what they're going to do? Potential. I mean, it's not signed, obviously, but that's what the, this article says. You know where we're going to be? Right here. <laughs> watching it. Right here that watching TV. that shit. On that TV. It's going to be awesome. We're yeah. going to be in American, on American soil drinking Budweiser. <laughs> drinking American beer. <laughs> Maybe some Sam Adams. Something American. I'm not going to Russia. I'm not going. Cut no. to me in Russia. Cut to you in Russia. Cut to you. Me and the UFC, they sit down. They get me excited about it. Okay. How many hours is the flight? Shit. It's a long flight. Yeah. Yeah. It just seems like... Uh, Do a show there. Nope. <laughs> no, I really want to stay here. Really? Yeah, I don't... I don't. The, the beat up that you get from international travel... Yeah. It's not worth it. And quite honestly, I like doing fight companions as much or more than I like actually being at the fights. Really? Oh, yeah. It's the most fun ever. <clears throat> when me and Brendan and Eddie and Brian get together and just talk shit and get high yeah. and start drinking wine just and fight, just getting yeah. silly, sometimes we barely comment on the fights. It's yeah. just like being silly. Yeah, he's having a good time. Yeah, or Eddie, will, there's some new conspiracy theory about whatever, and Eddie will go off I about hear the new dinosaurs not being sure. real. Or, oh my God. There's always something. I mean, he just never gives up. He loves them. <laughs> the fuck. <laughs> I mean, he loves, and then every now and then there's something that comes out that sort of confirms it. Yeah. Like, did you, you see that Sinclair Broadcasting Network yes. compilation? Yes. Where it shows all the different anchors saying it's the exact same thing. Yeah. And you realize, oh, they were given a script yeah. all across the country. All these local news places were giving a script to try to chastise fake news mm-hmm. and say we have to be careful about fake news. Like, yeah. wow. Yeah, it's fascinating. It's weird. Mm-hmm. And they're growing. They're growing. Sinclair is growing a lot. Yeah. yeah, they have a and they there's you know studies show too that like, I guess one of the biggest opinion formers still uh, that people kind of write off because it's not as sexy and big as local news. You know, local news is huge at at forming opinions. With I people. believe it. Yeah, I believe it. It's it's so fascinating to me. And then this Facebook thing is fascinating to me too, because they, you know we were talking about Facebook yesterday. That while we were watching this, um, you know, when he was being grilled, yeah, Zuckerberg, yeah. yeah. One of the things they were talking about is upcoming elections internationally. He's talking about how Facebook is really, you know, we have to concentrate on all these upcoming elections and make sure there's no bad actors that are yeah. like what? Like Facebook is involved in shaping the world. It's incredible. Yeah. I, you see, I saw an article about how they said that the senators that grilled him missed so many things 
basically because they're old. Yeah. They're just like they didn't ask so many questions because they don't understand how even Facebook works. Yeah, there's a funny video that I put up, Jamie. See if you find it. Uh, it's on Twitter of uh, some of the more hilarious things that came out of that interaction. Mm-hmm. And one of them was the guy asks uh, Zuckerberg, "Would you tell us the hotel you're staying at?" He's like, "No." Like, would you be willing to tell us and show us all the messages, all the messages that you've sent? And he's like, no. Like, listen to this. One second, I'll get to that part. <laughs> right. <laughs> listen to this. Uh, Back no. it up. Back it up. Last night. Advertiser or campaign uh, who, who asks for it. Mr. Zuckerberg. Would you be comfortable sharing with us the name of the hotel you stayed in last night? Um, uh, no. If you've messaged anybody this week, would you share with us the names of the people you've messaged? Uh, Senator, no, I would probably not choose to do that publicly here. I think that may be what this is all about. Here's what everybody's been trying to tell you today, and I I, I say this gently. Your user agreement sucks. (laughs) I'm going to suggest to you that you go back home and rewrite it and tell your $1,200 an hour lawyers, no disrespect, they're good, but but tell them you want it written in English, in non-Swahili, so the average American can understand it. That would be a start. Quite a story, right? There's no competition. That's what's really weird. Yeah. Like as far as like there's Twitter. Yeah. That is just it's it's cool that we have these three different ones too, which is really fascinating. You got Twitter, which is just some text. Like I saw this article, check it out, and then people retweet it. I like that aspect of yeah. about it. And then you know you could state your opinion on things. You could clarified things but then there's instagram it's just photos hey this is my time in peru look at the beautiful buildings they own that one that's not a competitor right yeah but i mean the three different things and then there's facebook which is like a lot of arguments and discussions deep discussions politics that's like the big one when it comes to like deep political discussions it's i wonder what is coming next because these, we, we typically People try use to these knock in cycles. Off, you know? Yeah. I know, you're right. But I feel like, I don't know, they have a, they have a pretty strong grip. I mean, you know, Snapchat is, is really popular. But as soon as Snapchat looked like it was about to just really explode, and, and meaning that it would be the kind of premier, you know, a visual one, Instagram was like, we're going to add that, that same... Uh, aspect to yeah instagram instagram stories just squash that squash yeah it's just instagram's a better platform but it's it's just really interesting to see like what we choose to put our time and our energy in and where it's going and when is the first virtual reality or augmented reality social network going to it's got to be on the corner yeah they must be like scrambling to be the first to come up with it because if you can like if you tried there was a thing called Views. There still is a thing called Views. I got on it. I, I told a bunch of people to get on it. I haven't even opened it in fucking month. Views? I put a couple, v- V-U-S-E. I put a V-U-S-E. couple pictures up, and then I was like, eh. 
I gave up. I mean, I signed up for it, but eh. I can't do another one right now. I eh. just can't. Yeah, I'm eh on eh. it, too. Vero. Vero. Yeah. Oh, see? Yeah. I don't even know what it's called. I like, yeah. I forgot its fucking name. Nobody's on that goddamn thing. But I it was also it. confusing. Like, no one could comment on my pictures unless I accepted them. And then I looked at, I got 35,000 people to accept. I'm not doing that. Oh, you got to do one by one? I don't know. It just seemed like it. So. Yeah, you have to, like, put them in groups. Oh, come on, Fuck man. all the way off. Fuck off with that. Get Fuck the all the way off. Fuck out of here with that. How yeah. am I going to do that? How am I going to do that with 35,000 people? It might even be more than that now. I don't I'm even sure know how many more. I have now. Tell me how many I have. I haven't been there in forever. I don't even know the name of it. I'm calling it Views. Yeah, Vero. Vero. Yeah. <laughs> so far off. People be Googling Views. It's hard to figure out how to look, too. What's your, do you have a favorite one? Do you have a favorite platform? Or I like Instagram. Yeah, I do, too. It seems to be the the most uh, it's the it's most flexible. You can put text up, you can put an image yeah. of text, you can put a video up. It's great. You know, I think it's the most flexible. Your fucking Instagram makes me hungry. Yeah. Do you cook? I do. Not got some elk. I just got some new sausages. It's very easy. Easy to cook elk, elk sausage. Can I have some? Oh yeah, I I'll got take some, some for you, Tommy. Yes. Yeah? Fuck yeah. You have some here. Yes, I do. Oh, can I take some? Freezer. Yes. Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, dude, I got stacks of them. I, this is a good year. Good year for the Rogan Meat Collecting Firm. Yeah. yeah. I got two elk this year, so that's like 800 pounds of meat. I've already given away a couple hundred pounds. Really? Yeah, I give it away for everybody. That's awesome. I love it. I feel like I'm, I'm a provider. Yeah, you are. I give it to people, and then they send me pictures of the food they cooked. I'm like, ah. Oh. You're the village elder, man. You're fucking... Ooh. Duncan sent me a picture of these meatballs that he made with the elk, with the ground elk. I was like, oh, my God, that looks so good. That was crazy, Duncan. He's very him. good. I yeah. saw him last night. Yeah, he's Last night good. he's here? Yeah, he's back. He oh, I didn't back. know he's back. He moved back. He's great, man. He's such a good dude. He is a sweetheart. We did Brooklyn together. Me, him, and, uh, and Ari. Oh, really? I didn't yeah. know Ari was on that show. Yeah, it was fun, man. And then we went to Peter Luger's. Oh, I saw the Peter Luger's. Oh, oh, I've been to Peter Luger's. Oh, fuck yeah. You know, they put those, I think it's a... Second part of it, they have like a process there that they put in at twelve hundred degree degree broiler. Mm. So you, you know, like like that's why it pops. I mean, mm. that's that shit's. That's by the way, I think obviously Peter Luger does it right. Uh, to me, it's one of the only. I'm not somebody that complains at restaurants. Look at that. Yeah, at that, that crackling. Like, come on. Yeah. <laughs> that was Cam. Yeah. Oh man, those are beautiful. Those are beautiful. You don't get that over a plate of but carrots. I don't. I like fucking meat piping hot. Yeah, I can't do lukewarm. You know, it's like I'll 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 tell them, can you make this hotter? And they're like, you want hot sauce? I'm like, no, no. no. Can you put it back on fire so that it's hot when I eat it? That's the only way you like it. I like meat. I like it's particularly steak, like temperature wise, very hot. I don't like it cooked through right but i liked it like on a hot plate or just like off the grill in my mouth that's, that's interesting because like. some people think that you should let it rest mm. i know letting it rest before you i mean you know taking letting meat rest before you grill it and uh, no no letting it rest after you grill it mm. it's supposed to let it rest for 10 minutes now fuck that no no, no. <laughs> no way no yeah there's all sorts of weird rules of what you're supposed to do and not supposed to do with meat I watched the whole steak documentary. I was I'm so which one? I think it might be called Steak or something. how to <laughs> like, cook steak. It was well, they, it just followed like uh, all over the world, different people who um, either are chefs or raise cattle, and and you know 
theories on how to make that. This might be it here. Steak. Steak. Yeah, this is it. I'll watch this. Is it good? It was uh, production wise is a little hmm, bunch but, of people do shit different ways. Yeah, I mean, but it's it, it's entertaining and you know seeing how they make it different in different parts of the world was cool. Um, you could go down a rabbit hole when it comes to food preparation. Oh yeah, you know, like Anthony Bourdain's show, No Reservations, yeah. got me into it, and now his new show, um, Parts Unknown, is fucking amazing for that. Yeah, just traveling everywhere and eating exotic food everywhere. It's great. I love Bourdain. You know, he's all skinny now. Have you seen him? Yeah, he looks cut super Cut the carbs thin. out. Did he? Cut out the booze, cut out the carbs. He has that naturally thin frame, too. Like yeah. He never was really like a big, big guy. Now he does jujitsu every day. He's shredded. Is he? He's got a six-pack. Full-on six-pack. He used to have a pot belly. Good for you, Ant. Yeah. That's nice, man. He's pimping. Pimping. He used to like used to have like a pot belly, just eating. Right. He told me that he got on statins, which are... Um, those uh, cholesterol blockers, you know, mm-hmm. he got on those instead of not, instead of changing his diet, he's like, oh. fuck it. I'm just going to get on these statins. I'm just going to keep eating. I mean, like his that. whole show was just, I mean, I'd like for him to do an episode just on diarrhea and where he's had it <laughs> and what the worst one was, because I'm sure he's got some epic stories. I almost shit my pants last night at the improv. <laughs> really? Yep. I came so close. Same in my car. I'm on my way to the improv, I was coming over the hill, and I was on Laurel, and I was like, oh, my God, I'm several miles away, and I'm not going to make it. Really? And I was going to try to get into the McDonald's on Sunset and take a shit there, and I was like, if I just get it into that McDonald's, but then I'm like, I'm going to have to buy something, because this is a, like a lot of homeless people in that area. Yeah, yeah. You can't just use that bathroom. You yeah. have to be a, a customer. I'm like, I don't have the time. I'm like, I'm just going to keep it together. And it was just Sweating. through willpower alone that yeah. I didn't shit myself. It was an internal wrestling match. And did you park in front or did you park? Parked right in front and I ran into the bathroom and I got to the toilet, got my pants down, put my butt down and then my ass, like, I shit so hard. I lifted like, yeah. <laughs> It's like, like like one of those jet things when a dude's in yeah. the ocean and the water, the jets like got him up in the air on a jet pack. It's like drag racing when the, the, the fucking yeah. hits the, the gas. The and funny cars. The yeah. front wheels <laughs> go up in the air. Ooh, I barely made it. And I missed my spot. Were you scared someone was going to be on the toilet? You did you miss your spot? Yes. You yeah, missed I missed your spot? my spot. Yeah, Nikki Glazer, I'd take my spot what and did, I went uh, on after her. What did um, you eat beforehand? <laughs> Nothing unusual. Really? It, just, it didn't make any sense. I don't know what it was. I don't know what got me, but something got me, and yeah. it, it got, and it was like, yeah, it was like on the way, on the way over the hill. I was like, oh no, yeah. like I'm not gonna make it. And I was, I was, you know, you start thinking of different places you could pull over to shit. Yeah, like maybe if I just jump in this guy's bushes, like maybe I was trying to think of places where I could shit. Like that's how bad it was. Laurel I hate. Yeah, on Laurel. It's the worst. That's a lot of so bad, bad options. Pull over. No, it's terrible. I was thinking of pulling over on a side street and just shitting in someone's bushes. <laughs> It's just the cleanup that becomes the yeah. issue there. Yeah, yeah. I'm thinking now because I know now I know this is a possibility. I didn't shit myself, but I came close. Close. I need an extra pair of underwear and pants in my car at all times. Yeah, it's a small package. Pair of pants, pair of underwear. Maybe a why not? Half just for a roll of toilet paper too. Maybe socks. Where, yeah. Maybe it goes goes low. Yeah. Where was Callan going when he said he shit himself? Ice but house. He didn't. Or Ice <laughs> house. He didn't. He said he did. And then he showed up. And I'm like, what happened? Oh, I changed my pants. I'm like, what? No, you just changed your pants. your pants. No one changes their pants. You just changed your pants. You just pulled it. Where'd you change your pants? Where? Where'd you go? With your shitty pants? Ugh. Did you go to a gas station? What the fuck are you talking about, Callan? Yeah, no. He yeah, he pants. was supposed to be doing the spot at the ice house. Like, oh, I can't make it. I shit my pants. I'm like, 
You're people waiting for you here. Get over here. Ugh, 20 minutes later, he's there. No shit. Fresh pants. Son of a bitch. I hate shitting at clubs. You got to do what you got to do, though. Of course. No, I'm saying it. I mean, I've done it. Yeah. I hate shitting on planes, too. And I fucking sometimes gotta I'm like, do God it. damn it. Yeah. yeah. Planes are the worst. When you go in there after someone's shit, Oof. and all that smear is over the, the log smear yeah. is over the inside of that bowl, that's a very ineffective way of containing odor and cleaning the poo. I've seen it. I've walked into a plane bathroom like, get, oh, my God. And <laughs> you lift up the seat, and it's stuck to, yeah. like, to the side, yeah. And, yeah. but like a chunk. Oh, a log. Yeah, and then you hit flush, and you see the water go over it. It's yeah. like not moving it at all. You got to pee on it and knock it yeah. loose. And sometimes you don't even have enough strength for that. It's just, I've, co- I've told the flight attendants, I'm like, someone really dropped a crazy shit in there. <laughs> and they gave me spray like from their purse. They're like, go spray that in there. <laughs> spray it myself. It's not going to shake it loose off the side. No. It's a clinger. Yeah. yeah. It's intense. Intense, man. Yeah. Why does is, why is your body have to smell so awful? Like mm-hmm. what? You know, like what purpose does that serve? I guess to let you know that that is not something you want to put in your body. You don't want to eat that, you know, because otherwise, like I, I told you about my dog when he was a puppy, he would eat his shit. He wanted to eat his shit Ugh. so bad that as he was shitting, he would be turning around trying to bite it out of his asshole. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> really? Yes. This is a little golden retriever? Yeah. Wow. It's when he was a little baby. He would do that. It was hilarious and disgusting at the same time. But he would be like shitting and then go, oh, what do we got here? Ah! And then apparently they give they, – they, it's such a common thing with dogs. There's something to give them, you know, to eat. To keep, yeah. Yeah. To make their shit taste and you're terrible. Like, oh, it's not terrible enough on its own? <laughs> the shit isn't? And they're like, no, this will really make it bad. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Some people spray something on the shit. Oh. I'm like, why don't you just clean it up, you lazy bitch? God just clean, clean up the lot. No, no, no. I'm just going to spray something. I'll spray some hot sauce. Teach that little fellow a lesson. <laughs> You know, I, I watched this thing on spies, and they used to uh, they used to leave notes like this is back in the Cold War days in dead animals, um, and like that would be one way to pass on information. Uh-huh. But those animals would get eaten by other animals because it's dead, right? So then they they figured out that no, no wild animal basically likes Tabasco, so they would douse dead animals with Tabasco and have a note wow. tucked into it. Never get eaten. They would smell that and be like, fuck that. Isn't that crazy? Because yeah. you'd be like, mm, you'd be like oh, smells pretty uh, good. this might be doable now. Yeah. yeah. When I was in New Orleans, they have hot chicken. Mm-hmm. Do you know hot, like fried chicken dipped in, in hot sauce? Yeah, I think Nashville has a, a place. Is it Nashville or New Orleans? Nashville has Nashville. Has Natties, right? Yeah, it's like the Nashville hot chicken. I confused it. Yeah. I confused it. It's Nashville. It was fucking amazing. Amazing, right? Yeah. Yeah. There's a big one here, I think mm. downtown. Yep. What is it? Hot Rays, I want to say. Hot Rays? There's one in North yeah. Hollywood. Oh, is that one of those downtown, ones but... you have to wait in line all day? Yeah, yeah. But that's the Nashville one, too, which makes me, I'm like, <sighs> fuck this, They man. only make like a certain amount a day. Yeah. So they don't like, they're not cooking it all day. They make one batch, and that's how much you get. Imagine mm. that, that kind of demand for your food. Like, I made this, and they're like, we'll wait outside in the sun. <laughs> Please, can I have some? You're like, I'm out, and I'm, like, I'm leaving for the day. I'll like see you tomorrow. Like Franklin's in Austin. Yeah. The yeah. Franklin's Barbecue, yeah. famous for that. They people pay people to wait in line for them, and here, um, I mean, I've driven by it. I mean, for years. What's it called on La Brea? Pinks. Yeah, you see Ridiculous. that line sometimes. You're like, what? that's just a regular hot dog too. You get mad once you eat it. Yeah, of course. You're like I'm a fucking moron. Um, and in Philly, 
Almost all the good cheesesteak places have a crazy line. Well, there's something about booze and then food that's cooked out in the open. You're like, oh, yeah. let that smell fly around the, the night air. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah, the last time I drank uh, of substance, I think it was in Columbus, and they have uh, carts, street carts, mm-hmm. guys making, you know, euros. Uh, euros and hot dogs and like. You have a little booze in you, and you tear it down, and you're like, that was good. Round two, let's do it. And then it's like 10 minutes after you eat your second thing when you're drinking, you're like, this was a bad idea for sure. <laughs> like, I should have just stuck to the one. We were in Columbus once, and we went to a bar after we did the comedy show. And there was a guy in front of the bar that was selling venison sausage sandwiches with uh, peppers and onions, and holy shit was it good. That was like the first time I'd ever eaten a venison sausage. Mm. But this guy killed the deer himself and was selling venison sausages. And a cart? And a cart. Yeah, that's cool. It was fucking amazing. Damn. And all kinds of crazy sauces that he was putting on them. That to guy's this, an artist. To this day, I think about that that's guy. That's an artist. Just I hope yeah. one day I walk out. There he is. There he is, yeah. There he is. The it's venison amazing. sausage guy. I got some elk sausage for you, Tommy. I'm, I can't wait. Yeah. I can't wait. Let's, let's wrap this up because okay. I, I got to get out of here. I got to drive yeah. all the way to fucking Irvine tonight. Let's do it. I was going to ask if Tom could tell you about the curse of little B. He knows all about it. Yeah. I think you know more about it. Do you know about the I curse of little B? Lil B? He really did curse Kevin Durant, right? He did curse him. And it worked. Kevin wants no no part of that. Wow. I mean, no, Kevin apologize? No, but Kevin switched teams. Because of the curse? Who knows? He said he was never going to win a championship ever again. Or ever, really, I think. Right. That's what Lil B said? And then he took the curse off, I believe. Yeah, I think you're right. He's he cursed multiple people. But didn't he curse Harden? Mm-hmm. He cursed Harden he for... took his... Uh, and didn't credit him. movement, I believe. Yeah. His yeah, what yeah. movement? I don't know if you... It was like, you know, cheer. cooking, like, I got to eat whatever, stirring food up. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm eating right now, like, when you're, when you're killing it. Right. And, like, that was Lil B's yeah. move, so... Oh, but he lifted it. Looks like he lifts it. See? Lifts curse on James Harden. Yeah. He's cursed multiple people on Twitter. It's a thing you don't want. That's when uh, what happened. I, took, I texted you, and I was like, uh-oh. See, the thing is, when, when a guy like that says he's cursing you, like, that's what voodoo's all about. Mm-hmm. It gets in your head. That's he right. mind fucks you. What does he dress like? <laughs> <laughs> Did he really dress like that? Yes. He dressed like a chick with a, like an old lady's hat and a dress on? He's definitely had... Wide variety of outfits. Fascinating, yeah. man. Yeah, Fascinating. Awesome. He wants to do a podcast. Oh, you should do it. He's the base done. God. Yeah, well, he's going to come in. The base guy's going to come down here? Yep. We're going to keep it popping. Feet and face photos. Send them in. Feet and face? Yeah. That's what he wants? One of his themes, yeah. He wants girls' feet and their face? But show me your face, too. Yeah. Oh, we got to show your feet. Yeah. Because it can't be busted? Well, like, yeah, what if you have nice feet and your face is all wrecked? Fuck or that. Or the other thing. Yeah, or the other way around, yeah. Keep your socks on if you're hot. You got funky <laughs> feet. Yeah, that's right. No one wants to see that shit. He is a serious character, though. Yeah, huh? man. He's an interesting guy. Interesting guy. He, he's probably the first guy to come with the public curse. Like, who, who, who else? Public, is, yeah. Who's publicly cursed people? I don't know. And it's worked. That's what's crazy. Is it's it just, works. It's bold just to have that in your arsenal. Yeah. Uh, I'm saying of, of insults or beef. Like, to be the first. Like, if somebody was, somebody said, like, Joe... This dude was talking shit about you, and you're like, that's fine. I just curse that motherfucker. Like, that in and of itself is just... Terrifying. Know, yeah. Especially if it works. It's a confident move, man. I want to say that the base god's curse is gone from Kevin Durant. Oh, the okay. Thunder are free now to win future games. You can't win hating. 
And I like how he signs all of his, his tweets, Lil B. Yeah. He signs and that's oh, Okay, so he took that <laughs> off a while ago. I didn't realize it was that long ago. But I remember when it happened, I was like, ooh, it's not good. All right, let's wrap this up. Tommy Buns, Your Mom's House podcast, uh, TomSegura.com, touring all over the world. Don't sleep on the tickets because they're going fast. It's fun today, man. Thanks. My pleasure, brother. Let's wrap this up. And cue the music. Oh. All right, we'll see you guys next week. Lots, Lots more podcasts coming. See ya. Bye. Thanks, everybody, for tuning into the podcast. And thank you to our sponsors. Thank you to Honey. Uh, try it out. Add that shit. It's easy. You could add it with just two clicks to install, and it'll save you a ton of money. Get Honey for free at joinhoney.com forward slash Rogan. That's joinhoney.com forward slash Rogan. Go there today. Start saving money with Honey. Joinhoney.com forward slash Rogan. We are also brought to you by Zoom. Video conferencing done right. Meet happy with Zoom video communication. Set up your free account today at zoom.us. We're also brought to you by Rocket Mortgage from Quicken Loans. Apply simply, understand fully, mortgage confidently. To get started, go to rocketmortgage.com forward slash Rogan. Equal housing lender, licensed in all 50 states, NMLS, consumeraccess.org, number 3030. And last but not least, we are brought to you by the Cash App. Download the Cash App for free in the App Store or Google Play. Use the promo code Joe Rogan, one word. The Cash App will give you $5, and $5 will go to Justin Wren's Fight for the Forgotten Charity, helping build wells for the pygmies in the Congo. Okay, that's it for today. Ladies and motherfucking gentlemen. Got a lot of people next week. Uh... Boyan, I hope I'm saying his name right, Slot. He's that guy who created that machine that sucks the plastic out of the ocean. Very exciting. Uh, Alexander Gustafson's going to be here next week. That guy that was uh, cutting meat in the window while the vegans were freaking out in Toronto, <laughs> he's going to be here. His name is Michael Hunter. He's a chef. Uh, we got a lot of people coming. Okay. lot, lot, lot of stuff. And then next weekend, the Wilbur in Boston. I'm ready. Uh, Irvine, I'll see you tonight. That's it. That's it for now. Bye.